Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4... What does live mean? I don't know. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast with your favorite host, Christina. That is a lie, because I'm your favorite host, Jack Thomas. What's up, guys? What's up, Christina? What's up? Today, we have a doozy. Why? Why? Because did we die last episode? I yeah, guess we this is what people are wondering about. Yeah, they're wondering if, if at the end of that episode, the Illuminati got to us, and then we no longer get the podcast, because they murdered us. Yeah. But little do they know. Yes. Yes, we did die. Yeah, we did die. That's what yeah. happens. They're like, how, how is this Paul? You guys think we're stupid? You guys think we're stupid? You you, you think we think you died? Um, look, it's logical. Which you're going to find out in today's conversation that we have with Dave. Part two. You're going to find out the truth that we're still here. But we're going to tell you why we're still here. Yeah, because we don't actually talk about why we're still here in the no. episode. They just know for a fact that we made it out. But what happens is, which we don't tell you there because the Illuminati didn't tell us. We could tell you. But we're telling you right now, outside of their knowledge, is that uh, the reason they attacked was to... Look, we've we've lived our entire lives inside of a facility. What? Me and uh, Christina, number two here. Mm-hmm. We've lived our entire lives inside of a facility, and uh, recently, uh, they they told us our instructions. Look, the original yous are going to die, and your mission to go be them now is about to be fulfilled. It's it's your time. Your 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 calling has arrived. Yeah, and we're like, okay. And so We've they been put us waiting for that day. Yeah, yeah. And they injected us almost like if they were kidnapping us, like if we weren't already waiting for this moment. They injected us. I passed out. You passed out. We woke up in this room and then they told us, look, the other people are dead. I'm like, why couldn't you just fucking bring us here? You had to knock us out for that. They're like, not really. We wanted to do that part. I'm like, whatever. Hmm. And here we are. We're the clones. Yep. Yep. How does it feel? Does it do we feel? Feels exactly I mean, we're same. still humans, right? Yeah, it feels exactly so, the same. Yeah. It's the same. It feels just like before. It feels like I just woke up. No, it doesn't. When I woke up, I guess it felt like I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We, you, well, in your case, you were hanging out with your clone the whole time, so it doesn't matter. Yes, I mourn her every night. Yeah. She was your best friend. She was your best friend. You guys spent all the time together. It was like having a mirror with you at all times. Mm-hmm. Me? Don't know the motherfucker. Have no idea how that guy acts. See, I'm well, the I'm the sophisticated one. I've been living my own life after that point. I don't know you what ex- behave. You behave differently than him. I definitely behave differently. I am the uh, educated one. I am the one who had to learn how to leave things behind and move forward. When I walked out of that pod, and I was told, "You're the clone. You have to leave your family now," and he went to live with presumably my family but when i walked into the pod as me originally and we were still one i knew the plan and i had to stick to the plan mm-hmm. i had to i had to stick to the plan so and sure happens but in reality we've been dead for a while yeah what people don't also know is that 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 that, that conversation with dave was recorded before the conversation with jermaine 
So by the time we interacted with Jermaine, we were already clones. Yeah. He was a clone, too. Well, Jermaine. Everybody was a clone. This is the history of how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Although we explained the whole process over there, now you guys know when it began. And it's when when this office was attacked Mm -hmm. by the Illuminati, who we are employees for. And uh, we came here to replace our former selves. And Dave doesn't know yet. Dave doesn't know yet. They have. Dave has no idea. He doesn't know he's a clone. Mm. He thinks because from look, the, the crazy part is they just took a little bit of his DNA right there when they knocked him out and then killed him, and then they what? made the clone. So from his point of view, he was here in the office, and then he woke up in a pod somewhere. Yep. And then he was brought here. Why yeah. did they do that to us? Because we were already cloned. We we've been living Why? for a while. Why do that to us? What force? Because they didn't know they, he could have died and not been able to have a clone. I guess. Yeah, but he doesn't know. We haven't told him yet. He has no idea he's a clone. He just thinks he was continuing. But the people, wait, the Illuminati. We work for them. Yeah, we work for the Illuminati. Were our first selves working for them too? No, our first selves got cloned so that our clones could work for the Illuminati. We us so that we could work for the Illuminati. Our first selves just came and they're like, look, Illuminati, if I die, you got me hooked up, right? Like, I pay you insurance for this. They're like, yeah, whatever. But they killed them. Yeah. They okay. didn't. They weren't employees. They were just giving I the know. Illuminati money and then the Illuminati was like, we're tired of you guys. You guys are talking about us too much. Now we're here. We're the same people. We're going to talk about them too much. No, we're getting paid to talk about them, though. You see, this is what That's I mean. So confusing. No, because we're here to talk a- well we're, about we're the Illuminati. He- oh, we're here to talk about the good sh- sides of the <laughs> Illuminati. They were over here bowed-mouthing the bosses. Go back an episode. You'll hear those previous people who are identical replicas of us talking crap about the Illuminati when we all know that the Illuminati have been saving us this whole time. The Illuminati have been watching over the planet and keeping aliens from eating our brains at every turn. The Illuminati... There are no aliens. There are no aliens. Because the Illuminati has stopped all the aliens. There were meteors headed over here, but the Illuminati stopped the meteors. There were lizard people, but the Illuminati stopped the lizard people. The only advanced technology hidden was the clone technology that is keeping everybody alive. They have organs stored just for you people out there who don't trust the Illuminati. You guys are out here bowed-mouthing and thinking, conspiracy theories, the Illuminati is controlling the world. No, they're protecting the world. They're the heroes. They're the heroes of the story, and you guys just don't know. You guys are over here listening to previous episodes of just conversation like it makes some fucking sense, and then bad-mouthing the bosses like it makes sense. Bro, they cloned you. They have... We, we, I exist to have given that person organs. I exist so in a tragedy, I can replace this person, and their families wouldn't even know. But they had to go and badmouth the boss. I became best friends with my other self. But your other self was douchey anyways. Yes, but it still very mixed feelings that the reason I'm replacing her is because our bosses killed her. Yeah. It's, It's really upsetting. And up until the point that you were cloned, you felt like you were her, so that's also weird. Yeah. But that's fine. We understand our roles. Previous us's don't. Because they didn't work for the That's a problem. They didn't work for the Illuminati, so they don't value the Illuminati. But they wanted to. They didn't want to work for the Illuminati. They just wanted organs. They just wanted organs? Yeah. You don't remember when you first agreed to this 
before you were the clone? Not really. I have bad memory. Fair enough. I agreed to it knowing I don't want to work for the Illuminati, but after being the clone for so long and the Illuminati being like, you know, you, you're cool, and uh, we're going to give you some perks. I got promoted. Now I run all the other clones. I choose where clones go. And then then these these dumb previous versions of us had to get out of control and start talking, and then I got demoted, and they're like the previous oh, you so messed that's up. That's what you were doing when you were... Yeah. Wait, they got they demoted you. Well, you not demoted me. Living yourself is the most. I mean, I'm guess. not. I'm not in control of many other clones. I'm not sending clones where they have to go. Oh, did you like that job? The job was great. It, it had purpose. I could send clones anywhere. I could be like, that guy is a bad person. You've become a great person here at the Illuminati offices. You should go replace a previous you. I'll arrange all the steps so that that person dies a horrible accident. And then you can go and replace them. And nobody will ever know that person is even missing. The horrible accident is mainly for them. Okay. Yeah. Did we figure out who killed Jermaine? Yeah, it was the guy with the robot arm. But why? Was he a clone? Did he know he had a clone? He killed him and his clone? No, just killed the original. Okay. That was a weird tragedy people don't really know how this is being recorded because we just said this happened beforehand but then we got evidence of things that happen afterwards look time is not consistent you only think it is time is an illusion this episode is proof of that we're both before and after all the events of last episode that's how this works we don't exist within time 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 is stupid yeah yeah we time travel but we live in that stream that, I don't know, we're like always... In the same timeline. We yeah. just move forward and back within... Yeah, the stream. You're totally right. We move forward and back within the same river of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got a boat. Everybody else is caught in the water. That's sad. Let's yeah. pick some of them up. No. Uh, no, because too, the Illuminati has said we do not. And we obey the... Because we're the good... Look, we're the good employees. Yeah. Everybody else is the whack lame employees but you know who's the good employees we're the fucking good employees because fuck the bad employees the bad employees get murdered by the illuminati for being douches so if we become bad employees do they murder us and replace us with our clones presumably that's why they cloned us Mm. they were like in case while you're out there something tragic happens we're gonna clone you guys again the problem is my clone was a bit slow because I get how it worked. I don't think they thought this far ahead. Not to speak bad about the bosses, but you cloned the clone. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's just they just made it. They diluted me a little. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't I guess all there. Maybe so that he won't make the same mistake because you're just like you, so you might make the same mistake. I'm not gonna make the same mistakes. I've been working for the Illuminati cause... for the past ten years. I know. I know how this goes. But just in case, I guess. <laughs> But they put him here. I'm like 95% sure communication in general is going to be difficult for him. He's that special. He's special, man. The first thing they did was put him in a padded room. What was the point? I have no idea. He walked out of the chamber and walked straight into a padded room. And they were kind of scared. What are they going to do? I don't know. He looked like he had retard strength, too. Like he almost ripped the door out. So I don't know. I I think they should probably go in there and run a couple of tests. They Maybe might have made a monster. Use him for something. I don't else, know. something else. Probably made a monster. I'm not even sure. 
superhuman strength. They're going to give him an arm and send him to the past to murder Jermaine. Oh my freaking God. I hope that's not the case. Then again, maybe his retard strength causes him to rip somebody's arm out. He rips his own arms off. Both of them. Yes. He rips both of his arms off and they're obligated to give him a robot arm. Years go by and he learns how to adapt this arm and use it like a regular arm. Now he's an old man with one robot arm. Comes back to get revenge. On <laughs> who he thought was you. On who he thought was me. Look, he knew I skated in my past. He knew I had long hair. He knew from the general area I was in, he somehow landed on Jermaine. And that's Yes, he looked at him. a picture of himself and yes he looked the other me looked at a picture he's keep in mind he's a little slow he's a copy of a copy he's not all there he looked dead at a picture that was just me and jermaine one of us looks identical to him and he didn't aim at that one he aimed straight at jermaine he's like i'm gonna get you back whoa yep and it was pointing at jermaine the whole time then he came back. He kept that image in his mind. Because keep in mind, they probably kept him away from mirrors as well. He was in a padded room. He couldn't be around anything sharp. He has no idea what it looks like. He has vague memory of what... Of then how did he even find that picture? He was given... He's he, got some kind of investigation skill. I think he Facebooked it. Hmm. He knew enough to knew land on name, Facebook. Yeah. And he just, the first picture he saw was of a previous Facebook when I was just skating one day with Jermaine. And he's like, that guy. It's like, I remember long hair. I I know I got long hair. I see long hair. You see his hair hanging off. Oh, this this is long hair. He can't tell the difference between dreads and, like, just straight hair. There's long hair. Yeah, yeah. That guy has long hair. There's two people with long hair in that picture, but he's like that guy. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I'm not going to tell Jermaine this. No, to that. I shouldn't. But uh, his original was murdered because... my retarded second but that's not even my fault that's the illuminati's fault you're not supposed to blame them well that's a real mistake Uh, i'm not saying that they are to blame or they're bad bosses by any means my my uh 401k is great i got great health insurance Mm -hmm. you know it's all good except for the fact that they cloned me before they sent me out here which is kind of sketchy but we'll see how it goes yeah yeah yeah. do you know what what happened to him after that no, he just disappeared through the time machine. How does he have a time machine? Coffee clone. Coffee clone. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Coffee cool. clone. <laughs> you guys don't even know what that is, but it's all right. Go look for him on greythoughts.info. Yeah. Ooh, there is a coffee clone on greythoughts.info. Interesting. I didn't already put him up a little bit. You know? Yep. <laughs> Word up. Anyway, so we're going to go to that... Uh. We're going to let you guys listen in on our conversation with uh, Dave. The clone. The clone. A clone? The clone. Those are both right. Dave the clone, the clone. Yes. Okay. So we're going to go to a conversation with Dave the clone, the clone. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy and we'll have a little chit chatty chip 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 afterwards. And uh, so hi. Uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi.
Yeah, but it adds like another layer, you know. I like that's that's part of the other one of the things that I loved about podcasting when I first got into it. It's like that you could do literally whatever you want. It is UHF, you know. It is Weird Al inheriting a TV station. It's like, do whatever you want. Isn't that weird? The ability that you get by just because it's sort of the best investment that you can possibly make when you can keep squeezing different things out of the thing that you got originally it's even if it's just an experience that you're sort of taking at that moment mm. yes yes <laughs> yeah i love that whole chop things together aspect of it well yeah and i mean that's how i guess just by discovering that some of those things is, existed the first time i put like one of these little random dramatic stingers before a hollow nine episode i was like man that's really cool i gotta do that a lot yeah <laughs> i gotta do that again um but it's yeah. a lot of work like you know doing one of them that's like a little like over three minutes can take a couple of hours um depending on what materials you're working with you know what do you mean well i mean if you're working with if you have other people providing voice talent for you if you have a wide library of sound effects and you have access to music that's not cheesy because it's free um, you know, you could do some pretty cool shit. Oh, I see what you mean. You're talking, but you're talking at a higher level. You do things at a pretty complex levels. You have a lot of refine. See, I don't go through all that. You have a lot of refinement on your work. Your work comes out polished. I have a conversation, call it a podcast, <laughs> and then wait for people to walk in and be like, it's more interesting than being bored. <laughs> I love that you have to use as a tagline. That's the last <laughs> line of the promo. It's more interesting than being bored. <laughs> Hi, we're here with this week's episode of the Just Conversations podcast. Yeah, that's essentially what it falls under. It's, it's just because it's sort of, I don't know. I feel like the podca- this podcast lands somewhere weird because it's just sort of freedom. Like, yeah, a bunch of people do the whole come in a room and talk shit. But I'm not looking for any direction. I'm like, whatever the fuck you want to talk about works. I'll always be philosophical about it. I can't help that. That's just who I am. Yeah. But outside of that, whatever. I love to to talk random crap. So I've always thought that this show had like a weird sort of angle to it, I guess, and that it has no shape. I think there are some people that might be intimidated by that format, you know? Yeah. So- I don't know why, though. It's you, if, if it's the... It, because, for example, Joe Rogan. I like that mm-hmm. he does it relatively, but he sticks to, you know, some main bullet points for him, some main bullet points for them. And then the conversation sort of revolves around that. Let's focus on your work, the things you're – it seems casual, but there's structure to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what about just really having a free conversation is that scares people, you know? Well, I'm not entirely sure – I think if it's not uh, structured to the point where they prepared what they're going to say beforehand, they have the potential of saying something. Then a second later, going, wait a minute, wait a minute, that sounded horrible, you know, or that uh, that's not true. Wait a minute, like I didn't say that the right way, but now it's out there, you know, and that could be a moment of vulnerability that could lead to some people finding it so genuine that it makes them like you more. I'm talking, I guess, I'm talking in terms of if you're if you're a celebrity or someone with an established career. Or it could be the kind of thing that suddenly makes them question whether or not they like you at all anymore. So there's a lot of risk factor involved if you're not somebody who can think enough on their feet and before they speak to protect themselves from fucking up. Whoa, complicated. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. Was that? I was. I guess that was convoluted. It was to some degree. It's people are because you're right. It's it's a tremendous feat. They're censoring themselves essentially. People love censoring themselves and claiming they want to be uncensored. Or claiming they want to be uncensored but are afraid to speak casually because they know they might say something fucked up, which would imply that there's a lot of uh, disingenuousness. Yeah, there's a lot of disingenuousness surrounding them that might get commented on, I guess. I don't know. That's That would be one thing that you would be afraid of speaking, frankly, without, you know, say, being able to write your answers down and send them in to the lawyer that's questioning you instead of having to say them face-to-face because you might betray your own lies. I don't know. But that's crazy. How can we all live just sort of putting the fake us in front of us forever and always? We should ask the 60-plus million who voted for our current president. Based on the thought that that somehow made perfect sense. (laughs) It's not really that it made perfect sense because they were just sort of following the thing. The guy Everybody else was doing the thing. The thing with the guy. How are we going to talk about the first thing without talking about the second thing? That's uh, analyze this, by the way. <laughs> I do that. I'm sorry. I drop into movie dialogue randomly. I should have warned you guys ahead of time. <laughs> it might. Be, Don't worry. It might startle. I, most of them will slide. Most of them will slide over my head. Don't worry about it. It'll come across as completely normal dialogue with excitement attached to it. Nice. Well, hopefully some but, of them you'll recognize. That would be nice. It would be bad to be the random movie re- uh, reference guy that nobody gets. <laughs> so now it's just like, all right, now let me take 10 minutes to explain the entire plot of this movie that you don't even have to watch after I'm done. It'll be great, guys. It'll be awesome. No, experience the culture. Please go see a bunch of movies. Watch movies you haven't seen. When you see Netflix, you know, watch stuff you haven't seen before. Click on random. You know how crazy that is that people have like a safety net even when it comes to fucking Netflix. Think of how scared we like. A lot of people will still just watch the things they would have watched on television with everything else just being right there, easy to access. They'll just still go to the same things and not even consider giving other things shots. So they'll be watching essentially the same things over and over. But what is the safe? Why are you having a safety net on a streaming service? That you can, like, pause or leave whenever you want. Yet they still somehow psychologically just land in this sort of pattern that feels efficient, safe, and trusting. That's that crazy monkey shit happening inside <laughs> us. Well, that's nuts, too, because we supposedly have we have mammal brains, we have, like, monkey brains, and we also have lizard brains. Like, you know, they say there's certain other things of our personality, like, oh, that's your lizard brain taking over. It's like, well, which fucking one is it, and how is it both? How are you dropping that in casual conversation that we're both fucking primates and lizards? But then when someone brings that up in a science class, it's like, you are fucking crazy. We have to lock you up. What the fuck? It's, I don't even know. I, well, actually, there's I literally have a piece of paper in front of me. where This it just ends. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it asks, if people are okay with believing that God works in mysterious ways, why is it so crazy that Jesus Christ would just suddenly pop up? Like, come on. It's always, to me, that's such an easy, you know, like, uh, one of those, like, oh, it's like as uh, broad and catch-all as saying he works in mysterious ways. You're like, oh, okay, well, that's what it is. He just popped up. It's just like a mysterious way. He just popped him up. Like, you mean he materialized? Like, he just picked up his controller in the video game and now he's running around the map like is that what we're saying that's fucking crazy though right like i don't even know what that would mean 
he okay so he he i don't know that he because you have to say that the whoever is talking telling you that they're jesus at the moment was born and raised all the way and now you're finding out about it right is that yeah. like the logical it was after he was a grown like so he had already lived his life as a human yeah 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 so how i don't even understand how they can't believe that that maybe maybe i was just put it's so mysterious you don't understand how i've been here for so long and got raised and you didn't hear about me father told me to reveal myself to you (laughs) and then they're like no you're not jesus you're gonna what were you about to say that at this moment you just told us yeah, like, imagine that. So I come out and I'm like, hey, I'm Jesus. And you're like, no fucking way, bro. I'm like, look, dad told me to tell you I'm Jesus right now. It's totally true. And then they'll be like, no, you're more likely crazy than Jesus. Mm-hmm. But doesn't God work mystic? Why the fuck? What's that? Why are we sending people away? Because uh, God's being too mysterious for us to understand. Well, it's it leaves so much of a vacuum for you to be able to claim you're the only one. Again, we come back to the people like, oh, I read it on the tablets in the magic hat, and I'm the only one who can see that it says we get to fuck multiple women. That's what it says. It's like, okay, I guess we'll just take your word for that. I'm marrying four women. Come on, over here. Let's all get married. Like, But I don't know, man. I feel we do fear doing things in this world that we hold ourselves back. Safety nets were crazy. We are uh, cowardice monsters, and uh, we know nothing about nothing, and uh, the Illuminati are lizard people, and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. You know. Are we lizard people? Isn't that the ultimate secret? That, that we're, we're not all, even human? Yeah, we're all already lizard people, and if we weren't when we started yeah, out, yeah. they put shit in the food and chemicals in the water to make us become lizard people. Yeah. It's a scary it's thought, that, but, but it's easy for them to do. I don't even know what that's about, though. They can, <laughs> they can manipulate everything about us, essentially, right? You know, I mean, when you think that there's got to be an agenda that big that we can't see what it is, and we see all this other shit that are all, you know, fucked up pieces of it that are necessary for that agenda to come about, it's a little scary. It's daunting, you know? Very daunting. We have some sort of weird social agreement in which we don't even acknowledge it. Look, right now we're having. To- we're posing the question of is this the possibility and all things sort of point towards that being a possibility yet we're still you and i as we discuss the thing right now are somehow caught in a weird social contract that tells us even if we are a hundred percent convinced this is the case we're not gonna do fucking shit about it yeah right like we're still gonna just it's the same thing as like when you start getting into arguments with people about like yeah man listen i care about animals i don't want people to hurt anybody or animals or anything but I'm not going to stop eating fucking meat because it tastes amazing. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish there was a better way for this to happen. But if I wasn't meant to eat it, it wouldn't turn into energy in my stomach. I'm sorry. That's just how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Um, because that's kind of the case. If 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 it, if it helps in, in any kind of way, if it serves you, if it seems to already fit, what the fuck is somebody else to say shit about it? I mean... It clearly works for it has a function where did early man get the idea from besides watching animals kill each other and eat each other you know what i mean there's got to be something to that where we were like oh my god look at that big air animal went and got those gazelles and antelopes and it it took one down and it's it's having lunch you know and uh eventually we accidentally put it near a fire you know 
electrical oh you're hearing a bunch of something yeah there was like an echo kind of kicked in for a second there but that i mean if you didn't hear it, it was just on my side then so maybe you're recording nah. you didn't, did didn't hear it disappear? did it wait did, did it disappear uh it actually happens when i talk but now it seems to be gone <laughs> okay cool cool i was just trying to adjust the volume on this end is it still is it coming through or is it just coming through low no, it's coming through. You're coming through extremely loud on the mics, extremely low on the thing, on the uh, the recording. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, loud no, on, loud on the mic, but low on the recording. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't worry. Like, I can totally stitch that together easily. I can bring those volumes closer together, no problem. Or, all right, well, as long as it's not too much work, I'll send you my file, too, in case that makes life easier. Yes, eh, we'll do that. That sounds a lot better. Because you got all of that, even that part. I'm going to literally remove everything before that and then have them really send us anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that technical break there, folks. Yes. Always working on the sound. Man, isn't that weird? How do you, how do you improve on your sound? Like I do random crap just trying to figure out new ways to sort of improve on how everything comes across. Well, how I've actually you, uh... um I've actually been doing a lot of uh getting into doing podcasts for my day job, which is more of like a corporate situation, but it seems like the corporate world is taking a lot more note of um the marketing potential and the ability to uh directly speak to your customer base or your client base with things like podcasts and it lets you uh Give your clientele a little bit more of like a taste of what your personality could be like. It makes them feel a little bit more like they know you. And uh, so this guy in the UK who's sort of like my counterpart, he's always like sh sending me articles and uh, I send articles back to him. So we're always kind of like keeping each other apprised of different things to try to make things sound better. And then um, but with again, like the stuff that I'm doing more for like, you know, for Tangent City and some of the shows that we've got going on over here. I always have these really um, experimental <laughs> setups with like EQs and stuff that I try. So sometimes I just save yeah. those and then build on them later. Do research Do you online. Have... <laughs> Look stuff up. Google stuff. That's the best way. Google like just Google articles. Yeah, no, like... that's mainly how I do it. I, I, I like to uh, find just I, I cleaner audio, basically. That's always yeah. what I'm after. I'm always after just clearing it up. I uh, extreme bass. I know I, I try to consider giant variety of microphones that might be coming through, but not microphones, uh, heads, headphones, and then mm. speakers that it might be coming through. And I try to sort of clean up heavy bass, bring the treble down. So I'm always fucking, you'll notice a crazy different sounds between episodes as I'm always fucking with it, trying to see kind of what sounds different. Wall. And I'm always fucking with the actual episode too. I make sure people see how the work is. So if it comes out shitty, it comes out shitty. And if it comes out perfectly fine, it comes out perfectly fine. I love the higher quality mm. ones, obviously. But right. Well, it's all yeah. like a constant journey, man. You know, you're until you find your groove. Where you're like, all right, that's it, man. I just found the sweet spot on everything. This was the best episode we ever did. I am never touching this mixer again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you get to that point. They have the one channel that's the guest channel. That's the only one that'll ever get adjusted from now on. Channel one is always me. <laughs> if that's it, don't anyone touch channel one. 
No, I don't. I don't know. I think I wouldn't have. I think I wouldn't be able to stop myself. I have to always sort of squeeze more out of the already existing thing, and that'll always make it. Like I don't. Ha- I have no idea how long this podcast will have the shape it has before I think of something else, and I'm like, fuck that. I don't even care who's listening. Let me change up how this is gonna work again. Well, you know, TV shows come back, and all of a sudden, the next season, like the opening is different, and even the way the actors or talent depending on what kind of show it is you know maybe everything about the way they address the audience is different so you know shows can reinvent themselves or evolve you know yeah i don't know i love that aspect about stuff like this my answer is always did they do it on tv once all right try it then if it worked then it'll work for you too (laughs) like you attach much to your phone uh no, usually only the cable to charge it, but it's so uh plugged in so often it's practically a corded phone. It's like back in the day again, back in the eighties here. Yeah, but uh, you you use it a lot. You're oh right yeah, yeah. Phone. I guess I do look at it for someone who decries the modern uses of technology and are lacking or losing our ability to deal with each other face to face and in person. Yeah, I I do tend to check the feeds quite a bit. Oh, you're consumed by the world. But isn't that weird? Let's assume we are in the Matrix, and then you're in your phone while in the Matrix. So now you're in some... Are you, like, there's there's base reality. We're not there. We're in the program, the computer, the laptop. So in the laptop, we're looking at our phone into, like, a two-dimensional informational world where we're also portraying some sort of avatar who's portraying a different existence, and then we're like, yeah, there's no alternate universes. It just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, you're always uh, you're always controlling your avatar, man. You portray yeah. a different identity when you're on the phone? Uh, yeah, I very rarely speak on the phone, to be honest. There's not a lot of things I do on the that are not, like, day job work related, and even then... Everybody just sends emails and texts for the most part these days. Um, but, you know, depending on who I'm talking to, you know, like uh, there's a guy out in L.A. that I've been doing some work with recently. So every time I, I'm on the phone with him, even if we're being congenial, I try to keep it on a little bit more of a professional note so that everything yeah. seems like, you know, if it's going to move in a good direction, they feel comfortable that they're dealing with somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing and when to be serious and all that jazz, you know. So sometimes you have to. And, and you know, there's also times, you know, I think every anyone who says that they don't ever is kind of lying. Like, there's, there's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't tell me there's never a time that you're like, oh, shit, I need to take this call, but I have to step away because I do not want the people sitting around me right now to hear any of the shit I'm going to say to this person or how I'm going to talk to them. And that could be anything from I'm about to get fired or this is the chick I've been trying to fuck for six months. Here we go. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's a range in there. <laughs> But that's a weird thing, because then who, if you're if you're shuffling, because this is, doesn't even just happen with a conversation you're having with somebody professional or somebody intimate. But yeah, let's say you got two different buddies, and you you know Jim from the baseball field where you guys always go. You met him playing baseball, and that's how you guys know each other. But then you go fucking work at the police department this other day, and you know fucking Johnny, the fucking the the killer, or <laughs> the whatever closet the racist clan member yeah, exactly. <laughs> who goes to rallies <laughs> and tells you about it all the time. You're like man now i'm accomplice dude i'm not supposed to know this stop talking to me stop yeah yeah so so you're a different person to everyone you've ever spoken to at all times inevitably so which one are you yeah that's it becomes a question of is there actually ever really a genuine single you is it possible to not have one you because they're i mean 
I think there's some levels where we can agree that there is reasons. There are times where it's appropriate to be more reserved than not, you know? So just that alone existing in part of our social contract allows for the idea of multiple renditions of yourself that all still equal the same person. That's fascinating, isn't it? But because you're sort of molding it as you go along, depending on, let's say you have two people the same and two different people in one room that you'd naturally interact with differently. You sort of choose and behave with the parts respectively that matter most to the collective interaction so you've composed an entirely new persona based on two different people being in one room with you so that's still you all the collective parts always equal you but they're also just a bunch of different parts that somehow are the same picture. That's fascinating. Or what if you're like but, the same gyrating ball of energy that has all of these elements constantly floating around in, in it, and at the moment it's needed, the appropriate one surfaces. But it's the collective ball of all of these possibilities, the infinity of your range of emotions. Yes, that yes, makes it's you like you a are. computer. It's like a computer. Like you, you have the information saved in the computer, and anything you type is going to be displayed to you as you search for it. But it's the collection of everything that you're seeing and everything you're not seeing that's also there, and it just gives you what's important for the circumstance at the moment. But it's all still there, and you're just seeing those parts at that moment. That's why they always so say then, you can never, you know, you might be running into somebody having their worst day of their worst moment of their worst life, you know, and if you, if that's the only experience you have of them, your judgment immediately is like, oh, that's a piece of shit or that's a, it's a shitty person I don't want to be around. And it's like, oh no, you just happen to run into the coolest person ever who just found out like the worst news ever and lost their job. And also like all these things hit them at once. Like, but that doesn't also preclude that there are assholes out there too. So it's kind of rough, you know, the fact that this phenomenon can be discussed in this way well then the then the question really becomes let's use that that example to really determine this information differently what if we have two different sources of energy we put these two different sources of energy next to each other one of them is an asshole the other one is just having a bad day what is the difference except one chooses to display this information more frequently True, because if they are like they've on that, they're on that common ground. They are the same for that moment where they're both doing the same thing. Yeah, regardless of reasoning, they're still sort of the same thing ultimately at that moment. So, is there even a difference between the bad day and the? Because then we got to go and question why is that a bad day? Right, but then if they've definitely had days that are better than that, and they've had a best day, then you know you already proved that it's like you know we don't question that one we only question the one that could be perceived as uncomfortable to people outside of that person to external you know other people who don't want that negativity to either spread into their sphere of existence or affect things they've got going on you know that's i agree with that do you do you believe do you have a problem with the poverty in the world like, do I believe it shouldn't exist? Do I think that it's a little ridiculous that we can look at it and say, oh, look how fucked up that is when you're sitting next to a pile of food? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's a little... I, I can't imagine if we're going to talk about people believing that the world was created for a purpose, that they designed it to torture people the way that being poverty-stricken tortures people. Do you believe it was made for a purpose? 
Well, there's the conspiracy aspect to it. <laughs> you know, there's the whole idea of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, socially construct, construct wise, uh, as a species, we seem to define our happiness by having a, a alternative to it or a misery to compare it to and say, Oh, well, I'm fucking better off than that over there. So now I feel good. So in order to even keep people motivated to have to follow this insane indentured, system of uh being chained to wages and having to make ends meet paycheck to paycheck you need to have that thing you're afraid to become and that's what poverty stricken homeless people to me are you know that's the reason that they're there because it should be very easy like anyone doing math should be like it's like if you leave this problem to stay this way you doing that shit on purpose you know it's easy to solve now why is it a problem though what do you personally take from it that that you think uh, the emotion of how how do i put it that the, you're feeling towards it being a problem you what what can you do about it particularly me myself as one person um yeah yeah as an individual that just feels bad about like the uh the, the poverty it's the a good it's a good question i mean i feel like i've i've asked myself that question before and of course there's always like uh you know, organizations you could donate to, but you have to make sure you research which ones you do because some of these organizations use the sort of altruistic image of wanting to help in these types of situations and then their CEOs make a ton of money and so little of the money that's sort of supposed to go to help people actually gets the people it's supposed to get to. So you got to do your research, but like, you know, they're... they're Wait, very so we're saying... That the, so the, is poverty money in this instance? For this particular situation, I think they've shown uh, that there are people, you know, there are these things called not-for-profit organizations, and even though they're not in business to make a profit, there still has to be some revenue generated to pay the overhead of the people who actually operate and maintain these things. And when you start to see that people running these organizations, that the compensation they're being paid starts to look a little bit closer to like you know wall street business type people than it should yeah you yeah, kind of start yeah. to feel like there is a so yeah there is an element of it that is wealth generating for i guess certain members of certain classes you know but that, do you think poverty itself is a uh, relative with money like it's it's poverty only exists through money like uh, because if it's not money then what is poverty itself what is it because we can have poor people like financially poor but they can that still afford to happy. eat and shelter themselves. Like I feel no, like people that are happy, yeah. There there are people who don't have money but aren't like the money itself isn't the goal for happiness. Let's say like a monk or something that has nothing to their name and they just live happy in the middle of wherever the fuck doing whatever the fuck. But they have zero money, right? Hmm. We're not saying they're living in poverty, are we? But I think there's something different about going into a um, I don't want to say a compound or, a, you know, organization that's sort of like, you know, that the monastery is a little bit like first it has tax exempt status. So money that it has from whatever ways it's collected is used in place of money that you would have needed to be paid as a salary to help, you know, survive to keep yourself provided for. So there's a certain yeah. element of like, depending on the methodology you go about um that makes this a little bit more of a viable option you know to be 
you can be poverty stricken and happy like you know the the idea that monks fo- believe that there is no such thing as ownership they don't believe in owning things and i think there's a lot of yeah, yeah. native cultures native american cultures and native cultures around the world that also also believe this uh you know like the earth is the only gift that we were given and we're supposed to use it to you know survive but this whole idea of like you mined ore you use the ore to make steel use the steel to make a car and now you have a machine that if anybody takes it from you you can then throw them into this other place made out of cement and steel bars where they have to just live you know like a robot following a routine and in a very confined space where they could think about the evil they've done you know like that's a whole level of shit where native cultures are just like yeah that wasn't ever really meant to happen <laughs> you know what i mean there's but... man that's nuts that you would put it that way i never thought about it like that but that's <laughs> totally true like what's the difference between a monk and a civilization at that point yeah if you're but... both like he's like okay the earth is all that they gave us so then you're over here like all right i'll use the earth i'll make some fucking machines and then i'll go and fucking like i'm using the that's, earth. that's the whole that's thing the those things exist the elements can be combined to do this that's the so it's yep. like which argument is sound <laughs> you know what i mean like hey we weren't supposed to pave roads all over the beautiful mother earth but guess what some guy figured out you can mix all this shit together and it makes macadam it makes pavement <laughs> you know what i mean and we used it <laughs> you know what i mean if we were never really supposed to do that why the fuck were we able to figure it out that's where the balance of how do you start to say what this thing that runs the show is you know like what's real what's not what's real what's right what's wrong there's no fucking shape to it right like it could because if you break down anything far enough you get back to that same sort of problem that is ultimately who the fuck came up with it because it's not even true it breaks down. Everything breaks down. Even the question to ask the question is lacking the knowledge to ask the question that that one's based in. I mean, think about something like perfume or even like really complex recipes for like desserts. You know, like yeah. there's no nutritional value of a mega dose of sugar unless it's like your last ditch effort to really run for a super short sprint to get away to save your life. Like the idea of a thing called dessert in the grand scheme of an organism just trying to survive in an environment is absurd yet you can combine all of these things like eggs and salt and flour and sugar and chocolate and cocoa and and you can make a cake that's like an orgasm when you eat it you know like all right well if that's like an over doing it of the indulging in the senses why do all of those elements exist in nature and why did we figure it out that supposedly is the devil at work that's how we figured it out (laughs) you know according to the evangelical who have a problem with like the roads being paved have a problem with the fucking cakes being made (laughs) oh dude that song lyrics right there (laughs) word up (laughs) but that's crazy the fact that they would judge one thing as right and the other thing as wrong and it doesn't make any fucking sense because they were both made using the same ideology and the same methodology of break other shit apart and and especially if they especially if then by making them we wind up polluting the environment you know what i mean like that the fact is that we have all the elements necessary for plastic to exist yeah by using it we're like fucking up the environment it's like well then why could plastic exist why didn't we have to just stick with paper product you know what i mean like why wasn't why is it here why is it part of the code why is it part of the program why is plastic included 
experience. What is the point? What is the, that's such a fucking, because anything that we can't explain through our science down here, we have to assume until we prove that wrong to just be part of nature. And if it's part of nature and we give the hypothetical scenario that somehow there is an alternate design, like a, a, a transcendent design for this thing, Anything we can't explain, we must assume is there for the reason of being used or being part of the experience one way or another. And if we can make the gun and shoot the fucking young child in the fucking head <gasps> and that can happen. And I'm just like, hey, I'm just a cop doing my job. <laughs> he had a ray gun. It looked real enough. You know, they teach you a lot of things in the it's academy. So it's how to live yeah, with a mistake. It's already part of the experience. It happened. So it was sort of meant to happen. You know what that argument brings down to, though? And uh, people fucking hate this shit because, no, it's impossible. But under the logic that God is infinite, he had to be literally allowing for that moment to take place. If he is everything at all times and some crazy maniac grabs a fucking gun and he does have this bigger plan that transcends our understanding of reality... The guy shoots the kid in the head, and yes, God wanted that to happen. But people don't like that. Yeah, no, that one is a rough one. That's a rough one. God wanted that kid to be shot in the head. That kid could have been thrown in a fucking cage. But then they blame it on... You see, that's a problem. They're picking and choosing, but this is beyond their understanding, right? It's mysterious. It's too mysterious for our small human... (laughs) non God. Hey, yeah. there's Raph, a little too Raph. And it's like we, we pretend we... we. I don't know. That's fucking weird, though, right? It, well, that, I mean, it's just like, to me, I always feel like this is so obvious. Like, why does no one say, like, just stay, take a step back? Does perfume serve a fucking purpose? Like, really? You know, like, some of these things that we have that are very complicated and required a lot of ingenuity to create, you know, I mean... Was that necessary? I mean, it also starts to get into territory of like, well, by that logic, our body really might not survive past, I don't know, 40 something years of its own volition if we don't do these things like take medicines and get vaccinated. Like, was the human being ever supposed to live past 100? And if the fact that it wasn't and that we have so many people now that are, is that why our planet is having resource problems? You know what I mean? Like, was the yeah. system perfect until we decided, no, fuck you. Fuck you, existence. We're going to live well, longer. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you is know? this system any less perfect? Because let's look at what's really going on in this instant of us living longer and the planet dying sooner it's an equal energy exchange that's all that's taking place we are taking the life from the planet to then last longer ourselves there's always the same amount of energy it's just changed there was never anything added or removed so we're sort of draining the planet we're 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 kind of like a cancer we only spread through consuming the other thing and as we squeeze the life out of the earth, we're just going to fling out onto the next thing that we could do the same thing to spreading out more faster and quicker because we've become the super bug after we're done with this planet, right? Just to get to the next one, we need to fucking have the technology to get there in the first place, which means we're much better at absorbing the planet. So as we continue moving forward, we get more powerful as a cancer, yeah. start draining everything else. But 
we are ultimately just doing that energy exchange at all times. We're changing it to be us. Mm. So is it even bad that we are draining the planet or is that how it has to look? And we're over here trying to stop the advancement by saying, no, save the planet. But what the, we can't realistically do both. We need the energy to move forward or to save the thing and stop our progress by advancing its. And that's. Wow. It's this world. Is, this world does not make any sense. <laughs> we have no. This is all because we don't have an actual fucking manual. You know, someone will hear that immediately and say, what the fuck? We have the Bible. Yeah, there's 20 different Bibles. There's all kinds of different religions. It's not one stereo manual for the human experience, the human being. You know, like that. the most basic question always, every child's mind, why am I here? What's going on? They just don't know how to put it in those terms at first. But this that's what a curious look from a baby like taking in the world is. Like, what the fuck is all this? What's going on? You know, and even as we get older, we still don't know, but we just know how to have more fun, I guess. Yeah. Man, that's weird, though. Because we we know we don't know as we move forward, and we sort of care less as we move forward. Like, we get more curious, and we have more information to answer more of those questions, and we investigate here and there. We call those our interests and our hobbies. Just sort of asking questions about random shit for the most part, because we, as we move forward, we realize nothing has meaning over time. It has less meaning. It has less meaning. We get further, less meaning. We drain things, and that is what it is. There's nothing we could do about that reality. And uh, uh, the the it's gonna look darker. We're gonna be more aware, but it's always just as we move forward. So we stop caring about all these things and just kind of accept the flow of the roller coaster. And like, what if part of each of our times here is supposed to be how to figure out what it is about what we're experiencing here that is supposed to inform us about the greater picture of what all of this is, you know? And so, like, holy if, shit, you know, like, so if you just are suddenly become content with a life of like yeah you know i'm just gonna play video games every day and then i'm gonna drink red bulls until my heart explodes like there's this uh show on netflix i watch called people just do nothing and one of the characters on it is this like the son of one of the characters who just sits there and fucking plays video games all fucking day big fat guy just plays video games it's like how are you telling me he got the most out of whatever the fuck this is <laughs> you know what i mean there's got to be more to it than that video yeah game. Video games might not have been... That might be one of those things that wasn't supposed to exist either. Like, why the hell do we have video games? Like, what the fuck, guys? What but it's fuck? fucking crazy, because... Man, that's so nuts. Because if the goal turns out to be happiness, then did he win the race? If he truly enjoyed that experience to the fullest, and he dies right there, covered in fucking Cheetos, staying pissed and shit on himself for days until he starved out, but he loved every second of being in front of that game, zoned the fuck out of his mind. And then we all die, and we find out, yeah, there was nothing else. Happiness was the purpose. Yeah. Did he fucking win? Did That's that guy win the race? Nuts, dude. Maybe. And I'm just, and now I'm over here using like my stereotypical view of the world as a, you know, someone knee jerk reacting as they have these philosophical aha moments going, yeah, fat fuck playing video games. How's he getting experience in life? You know what I mean? You're like, wait a minute, dude. Yeah, yeah. He may have just won the game. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that human shit because we, that's what blinds us. Because look at his point of view. What if he thinks it's happiness and it doesn't fucking turn out to be happiness? What if purpose turned out to be the fucking real reason and he wasted his fucking time thinking it was happiness and there's no fucking 
fucking weed or no regardless. Mm. So we're fucked either way. It's just a total gamble and most of us are going to get it wrong anyways. Fuck it. Yeah, people use it to justify killing each other for centuries. You know, it's like... See if we fucking knew what was going on, right? Yeah. Like, as if... It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was was talking to somebody once when I first started getting into this, like, habit of going down these rabbit holes on YouTube and how uh, a lot of the conspiracies conspiracies always lead to like the the sort of satanism element that's combined with like the ideas of things like the illuminati and uh so that precludes them kind of believing that christianity christianity is the correct you know that there may be all these other religions out there but christianity is the only real one and i was telling somebody about this and he goes yeah but I mean, just the fact that other ones exist means that it can't be the right one, right? You know what I mean? Like, unless these are those other gods you're not supposed to worship above them. But still, it's like, why would someone else be so convinced? It's all so geographical, you know what I mean? And the fact that this one has been able to sort of be used the most. Well, the easiest way to break apart is sort of the, uh, the whole, if you were born... Well, like, are you born in a place where you believe the thing that you believe is most likely it would be believed? And then under that logic, of course, you most likely believe that's the right God in the first place. But people don't think about how reasonable that is. They're just like, no, he's definitely the right one. And I don't definitely believe that just because everybody around me does and just because I'm in an area that it's most likely that I would think that's the right God. But then if you bring those people all the way over here and show them somebody who was born on this end and is suddenly Christian but also Indian and believes in uh, Jehovah instead of Buddha, they're just like, no, they're following the wrong God. It's like, what the fuck? They, they, they just, they're you and they believe in this. Uh, why? Do you, I don't know. People are blind to their thing. Mm. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from anybody who feels like they've had an experience with the uh, with what they believe is God. You know, I mean... Maybe yeah. I'm wrong just because I'm just using logic. Who the fuck knows this? I believe in magic, but I also believe in I want fucking scientific explanations. You know, it's like right there. My mind has that infinity of a range of different abilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like kind of ridiculous. You know, I guess anybody could be totally turned into a hypocrite uh, at almost any given moment. I'm sure. Just because life for is... sure, like I'm sure we're all racist one way or another. Like that's well, one. Of supposedly, the can... even noticing racism is a slight existence of racism within you because you're just like oh i could see it because i know it you know it's like well exactly like it's 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 in order for because let's let's go back to the basics it's impossible for two things to be identical and if we're talking about genetics it it has to apply to that too that exists within the physical fucking world so of course yes something has to apply to like yeah there's a shit ton of black people who are really fucking good at sports i'm sure that's some genetic shit taking place here you get my point <laughs> and i'm sure that like that applies in a multitude of areas i don't think acknowledging that is horrible but we've fallen into that bubble of time right now where that's just even if it's true how dare you say that yeah. you can't be acknowledging those ra- so we're all racist so we're all thinking the same for the most part and like our blind spots are identical in the same ways that they're completely different. And everything is blurred as far as how to be somebody just standing up for other people's rights versus people who are appropriating causes to only feed their own egos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was funny. Uh, we were watching TV last night, uh, which was our last night down at the beach house and um there was the what would you do guy from whatever channel seven news that was and 
they featured the scenario was they would in a uh, restaurant in Brooklyn and a restaurant somewhere in Kentucky. And they had a couple scenarios play out. The first one was an African-American male being told by his coach if he took a knee during the anthem, he'd be kicked off the team. And in Kentucky, you had a lot more people supporting the idea that, hey, if you kneel, you're disrespecting the flag. My my father was in the military. I'm in the military. That's a spitting in my face. But there were also just, I guess, as many people who kind of would be like, look, I agree that you should protest. I just think you should do it a different way. Whereas Brooklyn, actually, Brooklyn, I was surprised how many people kind of had that same um first that first view the sort of you're spitting in the face of the flag but in brooklyn it seemed that there were people who were at the same table with those people who would then say no (laughs) i think they're supposed to be allowed to protest however they want that's the whole idea of uh america is that protesting and speech is it's free for literally everybody so no matter what you could no matter what no matter how you feel about it it's their right to do so and then they swapped it with uh, a white person saying, I'm going to take a knee with them in solidarity. And they were like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like there was like there's this whole range in both places of people like showing all the sides of it. And it really became one yeah. of those like, man, I know I feel like I'm right about this. But holy shit, the fact that all these other perspectives exist, I guess I have to sort of question a little, little bit why I feel the way I do and whatever. But. Yeah, we're, we're in a bit of a we're, we're moving through a weird because this is so current like this didn't have this this the information explosion has led to some sort of enlightened state that's starting with chaos first and and i'm sure it'll settle later after we've processed all these things after we've given them real hard thought but we're sort of in a weird philosophical renaissance where we're all thinking and questioning everything we've believed because there are too many variations of what we've had to believe in the past just being shown all at once. I don't think a lot enough people are questioning their own. I think they are. They're just not vocalizing it the way we're vocalizing it, but they're Mm -hmm. still, even if outwardly they are resisting, they still go home and ponder that shit. Like, am I doing this? Am I wasting my time? Like, regardless of them showing a stable image, we are doubtful creatures and all of us go back and then question it regardless of what actions we showed in the privacy of our homes and in our minds we're over here thinking and reflecting on this shit like fuck am i racist and like fuck is is gender not even real or is that Ah. fucking some other shit constructed i mean it's fucking what were we gonna say uh, it's like you know to go off of that you think about how much of a lot of our day-to-day, at least for the last the decades I've been alive, for sure, is everything is geared toward this idea of an ideal, right? And so there yeah. is a fashion industry. There is a thing, like, they did create this thing called perfumes that you will always, like, smell pretty because all of our sort of major industries, even the entertainment industry, are sort of built to service the insecurity we have about ourselves in every possible way so if you have all these other models to be kind of like adopting things from whether it's looks or styles or ways of carrying yourself mannerisms it's like we need companies go out of business that's the same really what it comes down to but at the The same time they're all based on the same 
uh, industries we talked about before that really might be the things that aren't supposed to exist. Like, again, perfume. It's like, all right, you took flowers from all over the world, went and crushed them into oil. It took, like, an acre from there, an acre from there, an acre from there to make eight ounces of this shit, and you're selling it for a thousand bucks a bottle. You know what I mean? It's like you may have created something to service a very slight part of the psyche, but you sacrifice so much of the resources of the physical world and the fact that you then put a premium on it with the price and create a class status thing around it it's like sort of two ways that it's it negatively impacts the whole picture but for the person who gets to spray it on and and then feel confident from that and maybe go find a more attractive or alpha mate than they might have been able to before and they start having a family of strong-willed leaders that then mold the world holy shit maybe perfume is the key to our human survival like we could go full circle on any and every fucking thing we want and show how it's either the beginning or the end of humanity (laughs) it's because you'll never know that's the problem like how can we really be like we don't need the perfume because what if the scenario that you just said is true and it all breaks down and this fucking guy who was gonna stop the fucking meteor that was gonna end the fucking planet just needed to spray on a little bit of cologne and he felt just enough confidence to approach the lady who found out on the first date that he's a fucking closeted astrophysicist and then fucking takes him to the lab where he solves a big problem but that wouldn't have happened had perfume not existed. I mean, that's what a commercial would have us believe. That's the level of yeah. intensity of mind manipulation, you know, that we've also come, that we've also concocted in our methodologies of communication. You know, yeah. like that, as much as you use that to show the exaggeration of where we went, because we went to it in a serious light, somebody out there said, hey, if we can assign that level of importance to a product, even if it's a product that's exorbitantly expensive, strains the environment to make, and really serves no actual survival purpose, aside from possibly potentially encouraging the future leader of the free world who saves humanity from certain destruction to be that person. It's kind of like, again, it keeps going back to like all the elements are there, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's... How can there it's be fun. that level of perceived value and perceived non-value at the same time, which is the exact same question they ask about Schrodinger's cat and those particles that, like the tachyons, you know, it goes right back to the idea of is there a future or is there an alternate dimension that these two particles are existing at the same time and are they linked and so if something happens in one does it change the reality in the other did the CERN in the alternate dimension go off and that's why people are having Mandela effects over here what are we doing over there when we turn our machine on it all ties to everything we are getting to some sick shit on this show dude bro because it it, it will forever break down that brings us back to where this big fucking episode began the fractalization that if we were to look down we would just be looking at some kind of the, the fucking like last time when you were on the show, we were talking about how you'd look down at a fucking atom that you smashed open and you see just a bunch of fucking crazy shit. If somewhere in their life began to happen and then you backed up and you saw fucking you're in that same scenario, mm-hmm. like the fractalization is so intense that we can just angle it from any side and see every scenario taking place because maybe the y-axis if we're looking at it vertically or whatever the fuck we see 
the computer takeover, but we just shift a little the angle and then we just aim the camera at a different direction and we're looking at the same picture just from another place, but suddenly it's a zombie apocalypse. But we never stop looking at the same fucking thing. It's just the angle we're looking at it that we're seeing the thing that's happening, but it's all happening one way or another. And it's all sort of the same fucking, like you said earlier, the same energy sort of shifting around. Then from each side, you see the energy differently distributed, but it's the same fucking energy you've been looking at the whole time. You're just looking at the sphere of glass that contains this raw energy on the inside from a different position. The energy never changed. Your position relative to it did. And that painted the whole fucking picture. You stood up fucking what would be north on this end and you're seeing the fucking robot apocalypse and you go step west on that end and that same energy all the probabilities all these alternate universes existing right next to each other is just the same thing you're looking at that was the same energy you were discussing earlier that's all the same possibilities just being shown from your position and then there's the idea that this whole you know, the fact that we're even asking these questions from the perspective of just our existence as if we have a level of arrogance that we deserve an explanation. Have you um, ever read or watched any videos on YouTube of anybody who's talking about experiences they've had experimenting with the drug DMT? Yes. Yes, I have. Quite and a bit. All the sort of fact that a lot of people have these very similar experiences and early on in their use of DMT that where they all mention things like have you seen the girl have you seen the golden gnomes that take your body apart and yeah a lot of things I've heard as well as sort of the uh, the unraveling of the sort of fabric around you they literally see fractals looking out that shit fascinates me yeah so I mean the idea that that's a chemical that actually already exists in our brains and mm-hmm. that this is like you're taking a mega dose of it. And by doing that, it not only sort of transports you, but the fact that so many people have reported similar or identical details starts to lend itself to a possible hypothesis that you actually are traveling to a higher plane of existence. And if that's the case, uh, one of the testimonials yeah. I watched talked about uh this one guy said in his experience when he when the gnomes took his body apart or whatever at some point he became sort of just existing as a ball of energy and he was around another ball of energy that he immediately felt a familiarity to and some parts of their conversation included things like you've already existed for an infinite number of lifetimes so it sort of starts to lend credence to this idea that like you know, all this time we're trying to figure out the meaning of life here. <laughs> you know, we're trying to figure out what it, what, why we're here, why we exist, what we're here to do. And it could be that we're, yeah. this is just one sort of even low level 8 bit rendering comparison. Like this is Nintendo. Of Nintendo. what's really going on. Yeah, exactly. We're in the Nintendo phase over here and they're out in the PlayStation 9. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the real deal out well, there. I can actually, I've, I've thought about this a lot, and uh, what I'm thinking is really going on with the sort of rendering in this instance is the, how do I put it? Did you, did you ever see the movie Lucy? Oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, ScarJo. Yes, and you've seen the movie uh, Limitless. No, that one I haven't seen with um, Cooper, Bradley Cooper. Okay. I know Let's about you got a the pill. concept. You take a pill. 
Yeah, so your your mind opens up, right? And in in the instance of that movie, they show it as him having perfect memory, perfect recall, being able to uh, think a million miles per second, be able to solve things instantly, think of all possibilities. He's just hyper intelligent. But what if something like DMT or LSD are aren't doing just enhancing things of that nature but really in reality what's going on when you take that drug isn't you get perfect memory but rather the literal reality you're perceiving is going to physically change everything you see you hear you feel everything will physically be altered will uh, your thoughts will work differently because those filters of your mind are being removed and you're seeing more of what it really is. Like right now you have such a small perception of what the big everything really is. Right. In those moments that you have, you drop the pill, the limitless pill, and now you're a hundred percent of your mind is opened or whatever the fuck they're trying to say is happening. Let's say hypothetically you're hundred, you're, you could gain a hundred percent of your perception it won't just look like perfect memory because that's not a that's just a factor of perception that's not perception itself the shit you'll have to remember itself is what's going to be altering mm. this the experience you consider being human would dissolve with a hundred percent awareness of what's happening and that's sort of what i think dmt is doing it's getting you closer to it's not a hundred percent because some people can take tremendous doses have the same reports of people who've taken just a little and still be in full control mm-hmm. i mean if other people who've taken a lot and these people lose control and these people are still sort of in a state of awareness to some degree still reporting having experienced the same things mm-hmm. so it's not even a question of degree i think it's really there's a giant number just a smaller number one is zero which i guess we can't have because we have dmt naturally in our body but let's say that's the one percent and the more you add the the higher to 100 percent, the more awareness you have the more consciousness you have and so the closer to 100 you get everything starts to kind of break apart in your understanding of what's happening now because this doesn't matter this is a tiny fucking picture next to what you'll be able to see and sense and experience rather do you when, either of you actually know what the DNT is and the whatever is in what's that? Dimethyltryptamine. What is it? It's, like what's it doing? In there? What's it doing? I have no fucking. Do you know what I, DMT I, does in the brain? I bet you it's why we have dreams. You know what I mean? From the way DMT. they just oh, from the way they describe these experiences, it's like you know, like you know, you've had a dream that has been so vivid that you actually felt like it was real. To the point where, I mean, I I can't remember full details, but I know I remember the feeling of being in the dream. And while being in the dream, whatever version of me that was, whatever sort of character I was in this little play, it had a full, like, history. It had a full, it was walking around the way I walk around um, conscious, you know, knowing my entire history, like, remembering all my memories. Yeah, yeah. The me in that dream had a whole set of memories of its own. And even, and even it was to the point where I, the one that I remember the, the most, I don't, I can't describe the details, but it was me going to what was my hometown in real life and seeing things that resembled more of the kind of places that you would see in movies, I guess, like Blade Runner and, um, old future depictions from 80s movies. But it felt like in this dream when I was there, it felt super nat like like not supernatural. It felt very natural. Like it felt like, oh yes, this is this is my town. 
a hundred years from now in a time when we're all living that long. That's like to that level of realness, you know, like I'm almost expecting to maybe have that experience at some point. Like that's how real it felt. Like I, maybe I traveled to the future. And so if that was, yeah. And this was, I don't know, eight years ago, I had this dream that was like this and 10 years ago, something like that. Now, if that was just for me randomly having a dream, you know, granted, I probably was stoned or something, you know, but I was definitely not on DMT, you know, but if that that had to be from whatever DMT or that chemical that's naturally existing in my mind to have that level of intensity and realness that sort of is the only thing that I can find in common that I could even relate to when I'm watching these guys on YouTube talk about their experiences, you know. I got a question for you. Why do you refer to dreams as if they were different something than like a DM? What do you think a dream is? I don't really know. The That sort of vividness to them has always made me question what they actually are. You know, there are a lot of people yeah, that just say they're think chemicals. Think about people who refer to lucid dreaming. They take full control while in the dream. I don't think a dream is like a non-existent place. I think you maybe you did fucking travel there fully conscious and aware of yourself. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I would be totally open to that being real. And I hope, you know, maybe that again could be an explanation for deja vus. You know, did we talk about deja vu as being part of this... Um, like your mind recognizing a moment in the eternal recurrence that you always tend to either enjoy or something critical happened to you and you're sort mm-hmm, of just... Mm-hmm, like, could you know, totally be. So maybe it's sort of along those lines too. Well, if we, if we go back to your uh, metaphor of the sphere with energy on the inside, right? I think what we are, the, the, the awareness at any given moment, is if you were to somehow inside that sphere and it was bouncing around mm. we're that like sphere on the inside sort of perceiving all the energy as it moves through right we're just on that straight arrow it looks like the arrow of time to us as we move and i guess when we bounce off the next wall is our next life or whatever and it takes infinities to happen or whatever the fuck is going on mm. but in that instant we are sort of just gathering random information and deja vu would be that ball going through the same path on one of those bounces yeah so you're sort of just experiencing what seems to be the same thing even if it's really not it could just be a slightly varied angle or some shit yeah man who knows i just like the idea that we're inside a video game like the realest video game ever (laughs) you know like the level of artistry to creating this you know, we can't even come close to it with the the miniature recreations we do in our video games. But if we never do, do we feel safer or do we not? Like, what what's our what's the consensus on if we never manage to create a perfect simulation? Do we assume, yeah, we're not in one because we couldn't recreate it, or are we just in a shitty one that can't create one? Do we still mm. believe it if it was impossible within a structure identical? Or why would it be? We're assuming we're in fucking something that would be identical on the outside. But it's probably some whole other shit we don't even understand. The concept of humans right now could be completely broken apart in whatever the higher dimension is that they're programming the fucking simulation from. So what? how do we feel if we never make one? Are we like, look, we're safe. We're not in a simulation. Hmm. Because we couldn't make one, we'll probably like the mass, the majority is going to land on that, right? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're not in one. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on how close we get. And then will people just be like, oh, I'm not even going to bother believing. And then there will be people who be like, holy shit, this proves that it proves that there is other dimensions that are just 
the ones that control our simulation. You know, like if we could, like imagine you get to a point where you're playing a video game one day and you walk up to an NPC and it's you. You know what I mean? A perfect rendering of you, even speaking with your voice and like using mannerisms that are you. You know what I mean? And it's to the point where you actually feel like you're almost looking either into an alternate dimension or into a mirror somehow. That yeah. would then prove the sort of flimsiness on which the acknowledgement of our reality <laughs> exists. You know, it's it's very delicately being held together by very, very fine threads. It's so fucking complicated, man. I don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, man, my brain feels like it's melting out of my nose right now. Like I'm lost. Like <laughs> oh, they just they moved the island again. Now my nose is bleeding. Because it's like what I don't even know where to start. What 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 cannot be broken apart to nothing? And then what does that mean about where we are as reality? Like if we have all these simulations, if we can, there's a fucking cap if we don't reach this to create one on the inside ourselves. Mm. But if we do reach, oh, it's proof it could happen. So both are proof of the fucking ladder that there's a fucking other higher thing. No, there's no way to win on either side, right? So we never make it. We never reach the technology to make a fucking perfect matrix simulation in our universe. Well, that means that our programmers programmed it in here so that we can never reach that. Right. That's that cap. We'll never get through that. But we but can make plastic we, and perfume. <laughs> we can do yeah, those two things. We do reach it in the other scenario. And then we're like, yeah, we got there. We're not base universe. Now it's just more likely that we are part of the fucking multitude of simulations so we're in a simulation so it's like both all options lead to us just being in a simulation there's no fucking argument for the other side here what's what's the alternative what stops us from being in a simulation does anybody have anything to put up for that one well i mean it would still beg the question of if we're not in a simulation then what is reality and is it a pointless reality because at least the complexity with which our existence operates and all the steps we need to go through in order to survive day to day for that to have no end goal or meaning is a lot for someone to have to accept if they've been doing it all in the name of being rewarded for it later. Whether that, whatever that says about their character is sort of regardless of the fact that there is something sort of anti poetic about it. Like, Oh wait, so I've been paying bills and doing all this bullshit, and it's really just for no fucking reason. When I drop dead, like there better be some it's exit so bleak, interview, isn't it? <laughs> there better be some <laughs> exit interview about what was it like being a human. Oh, all right, so I am an alien. Cool. All right, cool. Am I gonna get to do this again? Yeah, you're about to be reincarnated five minutes from now. You know, we just gotta fill out this survey first, and then we'll try to reload the matrix a twenty third time. Good luck. See ya. You know what I mean? It's like who knows? Think of how horrifying it is that it's probably just that that's happening right now. You think you're Dave just having a conversation on some, but you're some other dude who's like a hundred years old connected to a system and is pretending to be you right now. And right now it's horrifying to think that you'll disconnect and this current you will cease to exist. Yep. But that other you should be like, yeah, that was just the thought. Of course I don't give a fuck. Or it's like, hey, can I get the keychain recording of that? You know, like the, the way you get the picture of yourself on oh, a roller coaster God. at the... Like fucking Black Mirror. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I was going to oh, say like Black God. Mirror with the keychain with the fucking guy. Oh my God, dude. Yes, trapped inside the fucking thing. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. But then is that even because 
that's that's what brings up the whole fucking clone problem mm-hmm. because are you you can't be both of them so the per when you plugged into the fucking system and you became that other person did that other person feel like it was if you have no memory if you plug into that system knowing you have zero fucking memory right so in there you think you're just dave mm. and you're living as just dave with zero awareness that you're just bob the guy who connected to the system and to play dave so bob disconnects dave ceases to exist Bob has memory of being Dave, but Bob is just Bob, and Dave died. Not well. Dave died, but in the big shared, in the big shared reality, there are photos of Dave that people took, and there are other people that knew Dave that still. Because if it's all the same system that everybody's sharing, then that means in that crazy way that they tell people at funerals like they will live on in the memories of those they've left behind that's true like uh, all right yeah. like his his uh signal ceased because his game was up and now he's gonna go be someone else so that's oh my god that could then when you see people who are like uh displaying similar traits but they're like a hundred years later it's because for them walking across the cosmic arcade to go to a different machine and play a different life is like five seconds but to us centuries have gone by in the simulation yeah you know it's like we're in the giant version of that egg that um they created for the christmas episode with john ham that you put people in and all right we're just gonna leave them in there for six thousand years and uh uh, for us, I'll go by in two seconds, but he's experiencing all of it in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. That's totally what could be happening, though. So somebody, uh, a different player leaves. Uh, they they don't jump in for a long time. The servers keep moving forward. Time seems to be passing for everything on the outside. It's a blink of an eye for the fucking player that tuned out for pff, a week, came back in, connected back in. But the update happened, so a million years have gone by, mm-hmm. and we're just fucking wow this other human that looks just like fucking king arthur how the fuck all the same behaviors he has the same appearance and it's just that person would would have made the same looking character because he just makes that same character every time he plays a video game he tries to make it look like him as much as possible with the capabilities of the current technology and he played the same oh game my God. It like years ago. God made man in his own image. It's all the same shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my fucking oh, God. Oh, shit. Our ego is ridiculous. Isn't it, though? <laughs> we really do jump in a video game and just try to make us. I and mean, yeah, we... dude. Absolutely. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. We're just molding, man. That's when so... that's when it when that's when the sort of impact or the real maybe the real play that is being made started to reveal itself is when all of a sudden that became one of the first steps in any new at least these sort of bigger games that that are sort of like a second life like when i think about some like fallout where the number of hours i put in there could much more easily be spent doing more creative and uh productive stuff here but in that reality i've just like advanced my colony by like i don't know a hundred years by giving them new technology and now i'll have new people and there'll be new food it's like i'm suddenly thinking about it like this like weird sort of god over my own little world yeah you know other people get the same template and they run different worlds than theirs you know i've gone to friends houses and they've shown me their bases and i'm like oh look at you because (laughs) because you're not god you're a demigod the game developers are god they programmed the entire thing they're the designers you're just 
and capable of superhuman ability within that world of theirs. You like, could even jump. Look, you could even load a previous file and jump back in time if you wanted to. And that's easy. Those you. guys are god of that universe, and this just proves that god of any universe is just a developer in an even bigger universe, wondering what he's doing, what the purpose of his existence is, and that means that there's got to be a developer in the universe above him, and that's why yep. it's just like it keeps going up like steps. It's like ah, everything's just a another miniature version of the bigger thing outside of it within a miniature version within a miniature version you keep going up and keep going down it's the same it's a big yep. again fractals <laughs> you know it's the inside of a prism fractals. we're inside fractals, a prism man. right now because when you think about it you you break it down to like the alan watts level of, of complexity and we enter what the psyche really is. You gotta assume that you, Dave, is no different than me. We are the same person. And somehow you're over there speaking to nothing and then pretending to be me. But from your perspective over there, pretending you're not me, hearing me. And from my perspective over here, pretending I am me and not you, but we're the same person doing all of this weird interaction. Yeah, and the thing is, the same person is neither of us. It's whatever the... Yes. You know what I mean? It's whatever the player is using the controllers connected to our, you want to call it DNA, let's, what if we called it an RF frequency or a serial yep. number, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, holy fuck, and it's crazy to me, because once you start talking about it like this, it starts to feel like, how did we not realize this before? This feels like suddenly pretty obvious, you know what I mean? And, right? and then it there's lines up logically and then it's hard to be without reason and then people hear us saying this and going you're fucking crazy and it's like maybe or yep. you're just scared because of how right this sounds <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like i'm scaring myself and i'm still gonna be able to sleep tonight but if this is freaking you out enough to have to yell at me for it you might want to think about what that means why are you scared yeah. of this shit <laughs> does it sound too logical to you did your brain just start bleeding <laughs> Oh man, a lot of people can't handle the the uh, the shit ton of possibility and the fact that we know nothing to counteract the multitude of them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for the longest time I've always been like, well, whatever the fuck is gonna happen, happen already. Like, if aliens are gonna invade, invade. If God's gonna reveal Himself in the sky to all of us, fucking do it. Cause I'm ready for Thanos to snap his goddamn fingers over here some days. You know what I mean? Like, we're killing ourselves to try to figure this out. And either whatever knows is laughing at us or something hasn't happened yet. And I'm just waiting for whatever it is that needs to happen to trigger whatever's next. Like, not necessarily hoping we all get destroyed in the process, but just that we move to whatever that next level is, so I don't have to fucking live in fear of it for the rest of my life, but you know? We have to assume that that next level is at all times happening, you know? Like, it's never not happening. So... All those other alternatives, all the other possibilities are all taking place all in the same way, all at the same time. And you are somewhere that God is revealing himself and his great plan. And you are sort of, you're just choosing this perspective right now. Let's assume there is something to what monks talk about meditation being when you do it at the higher levels of skill, when you've trained for years and you can meditate for weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. And let's assume that what they, because what does a monk tell you about yourself? The same things that an acid trip would, right? Except they're doing it through meditation and they're achieving this sort of 
enlightened state of you're not your body, you're not your this, this is all an illusion, that kind of mentality Mm. that they're reaching. Imagine if really what they're doing is through meditating, they're sort of like we see them motionless and in in one position for days at a time through some peaceful hardcore training but in reality they're oh, walking away from the controller yeah like or or it's like lucy where it's like what's what's actually happening is they're moving so fast that to us it's invisible it's like imperfect in, we can't perceive the motion it looks like they're sitting there still but they've actually moved so fast that they've come back before our eye can you know uh, capture it and and even acknowledge that anything happened, or they're that's not totally even. That's totally what's happening. Yes, yes, exactly that. But because that's why the other she... end of that, that's like the person walking from the controller in like GTA or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... And they're moving in a different plane, and when they pick up, they'll be someplace else. You know. Yes, they're just gonna be seamless and move forward, and they're gonna be like this. For them, it was idle. 10 gta minutes and it looked to the people in gta like the whole fucking day just went by yeah but this month got up got a cup of coffee came back drank it and then continued to play and during that time and he that went to that- yeah during that time he googled how do you get around this and now he comes back and he has the knowledge of how to get past yes. the cops. You know what I mean? Like, Google did whatever that upper dimension shit. version is. You know what I mean? He and, meditated, got the answer, came back down and used it. Pulled something from the other side of the void. Holy shit. You, he woke up with Freddy's hat in his hands. That's fucking crazy. Can you imagine? What do you do at that point? You're over here at home. You, you're sleeping. You went to your bed. You're sleeping. You know it's a fucking dream. You're practicing lucid dreaming, right? Let's 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 go deep. You're practicing lucid dreaming mm. at home and it works and you do you happen to have perfect control in the dream. You're like, oh, yeah, this is cool, bro. This is fucking awesome. And then you grab something. You're like, yeah, this is awesome. And then somebody wakes you up on the other side, startles you mm-hmm. and you wake up and you're holding the thing you fucking grabbed on that other side. What's mm. your immediate next reaction following that? Uh you're horrified yeah if i don't wet myself or throw up hopefully it's not have a heart attack but i would probably feel like that would be close because it's like holy shit i mean the only other explanation it could be that you sleepwalked and found something and somehow your mind matched that what your physical body was doing to whatever imagery was broadcasting you you know you sleepwalk, came back to your bed without knowing. You grabbed the thing. It didn't include it the whole time you, you were walking. You were feeling it out. You find in your home. Yeah. Oh my God. What if it is something that's super impossible to locate, Let, or something that shouldn't even exist theoretically yeah. speaking? Like you, some piece of technology that shouldn't even exist. You woke up from a dream with notes in your hand that you showed to a physicist and the next thing you know they built a time machine you have no idea where the equations came from you don't even know if you'll survive the trip but you're gonna find out on tonight's time people (laughs) well here's an interesting question would you rather that you lose all your memories and remember nobody but have perfect recollection of who you and your personality is or would you rather not know shit about who you are, but remember who everybody else is? Like as a side effect of trying to traverse time and space? 
Well, no, just as a completely unrelated oh, to anything. Oh, okay. Like... New, new topic. That was a one-point segue. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> no, no. We're going to come back to that other question. I just thought about this because I thought about something about a portal that I'm going to ask you afterwards. Oh, wow. So, wait. What was the question again? Lose memory of who you oh. are or lose who everybody else is. Hmm. If you lose memory of who everybody else is, it'd be easier to take risks because you wouldn't be worried about disappointing family or elders or children or anything like that. But it would be also harder to feel empathy because you don't have any companions to to sort of weigh in the place of people. You only have yourself. It would be very egotistical. But then if you forget yourself, I feel like you would not have the ability to navigate Oh, shit. You're totally true. I mean, unless you can remember who you are minus or forget who you are, but sort of retain. Like uh, still have your skills and shit and like you, Jason Bourne. You don't know why you know how to do it, but you know how to do it. But that's just amnesia at that point. You're right. Navigation is more important. You might as well forget everybody else. I mean, that's really when you think about it. And I've thought about this a lot lately for some reason. Definitely when I was down at the beach by myself smoking and worried about a giant monster coming out of the water to eat me. I was going, (laughs) you know, like what if because there was one point where I was looking up at the stars and they were so bright and they felt like they were so close and like I could reach up and touch one. And I was actually talking to myself out loud because of how scared I was hoping that if there were any energies or demons or ghosts around me, that they would suddenly be like, Oh, he's talking to us. Let's fucking not like torture him or torment him or anything. And I wound up looking up at one point and I felt like there was a star directly over me. And I was like, Oh, am I, so am I looking at my direct, is that my signal right there? Like, is that the thing I'm connected to by a beam I can't perceive? And I started to think to myself, what if I got sucked up into that right now? And all of a sudden now I'm on this new adventure and I just left earth. I just left this realm. I'm probably never going to come back here. I, you know, my family is going to wake up the next morning at the beach house going, where the fuck is Dave? And for them, they will never get an answer. But I could be on some, you know, adventure into the other realms of existence just by, you know, happenstance. Oh, you happen to look up and catch your star, kid. Guess what? That's the magic. That's the magic word. You're welcome up here in the fucking next dimension. You know, and so all of these things really come down to the idea for us. You know, we see these in movies and TV shows and books. It's like the hero's journey. There's a certain level where you just stop giving a fuck that you have connections. Like, think about Bilbo when he goes on the fucking adventure in The Hobbit and he comes back and it's been so long that people are like, well, we just decided to sell all the shit in his house because we figured he must be dead. You know, to go on an adventure like that where you literally could have never come back, you have to have a certain level of I've abandoned the importance of being connected to you. And yeah. um, so you have to decide, is, you, is your sense of adventure that strong or is your sense of communion with your f- people stronger? What has more value to you and why? Jesus. Well, I know, dude. It sucks damn, talking to me, question. dude. It really sucks talking no. to me sometimes. <laughs> no, I love stuff like that. But then that just that just puts things out. We I gotta push that that portal question back further because now you brought more. Oh, sorry, dude. Sorry, and, man. No, no, that's great because this next question then brings up the whole question of value. You just let it there, and it's like fuck. So a person is about to die. Only you have the power to stop it. But if you don't, you gain 20 years of life. This person just happened to be 20 years old. You don't have to get involved. Oh, shit. So you get to pull their energy, huh? 
Yeah, you just get mm. a moment that you oh, get 20 no. years just for not saving them. And they were going to die regardless of you. You were going to have that. But you can save them, and you don't and get that bonus. you technically have to live with the knowledge that you didn't, so there's a certain level of torture there for yourself. You're already in, mm-hmm. just by being in the moral quandary, you've already saddled yourself with a consequence that you easily could also avoid, but it would be giving up the reward. Of leaving him alone. Well, you're being rewarded for what could be considered amoral, right? I mean... It depends on but that's, that's See, that's questions right there. Let's assume you have the ability to pause time and then question this for as long as possible. Then it becomes a matter of morality in the first place. Are you going to totally commit those extra 20 years on like a fictional concept? You have no real – like if you break it far enough, it's essentially just made up. But is everybody also going to question what you think you're going to do well, at that moment? It puts your principles on trial for sure, because if you're somebody who makes blanket statements like all life is sacred, the sanctity of all life must be um, observed, and that that allows you to harass people who go to abortion clinics, you know, I mean, and then you have this situation where you're going to be directly rewarded for violating your own principle, and then you have to decide how strong are your principles, you know, and it's it's a question I think a lot of people are more afraid of ever having the opportunity to answer than being able to answer. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I already did something once in my life that was probably the least popular option. It was the thing that people most likely wouldn't have done. So I like to think if the stakes kept getting higher, I would still do what I felt like was the right thing, even if it was the least popular option. You know? Yeah. That's kind of the only place I could go to there. I could never 100% say, though, that I'd be able to avoid temptation. But I think, you know, there are certain things, whether I believe in God or or anything or not, there is always this weight that starts to develop around, I guess, like my chest a little bit of like a tightness when it comes to these things that I feel like are huge moral crossroads. And I feel like whichever decision makes that like disappear <laughs> is the one that's like, okay, I think you did what you believe is the right thing, you know? And so that's kind of the only place I could go with something like that. Okay. That's pretty fucking thought out. It sucks, man. <laughs> it sucks thinking <laughs> things like overthinking because... things, you know, like I overthink <laughs> a lot, a lot of my own, um, moments of anxiety or depression or, uh, tension probably come from the fact that like I feel like other people can walk through situations and either get hurt or not and then they have an easier time not thinking about it for me like I'll lay down at night tired as fuck and my mind's like and so this is why you should start thinking about why your last relationship failed you know and you're just like oh fuck and so like that kind of thing happening a lot leaves you with all of these like well maybe if I just say this shit other people will avoid some of the pain I've endured but there's always value in pain too, you know, like as long as you're yeah. able to survive a, it and move on from it at some point. Especially if you can endure it without having to be saved from it yourself. There's something so valuable about overcoming when when things are really, really bad, when things are really, really strong onto a person, the the difficulty in overcoming bad times and dark moments that definitely squeezes some I don't know, experience to apply later and even unrelated scenarios. But 
now that we got that dark patch out of the way, let's move on to something fun, which is this portal question. Say, we're going to portals now? <laughs> yes, because a long time ago on a previous episode, we asked a friend of mine, if a portal suddenly showed up, what would you do? But the question was easier back then, and I've considered reframing it so that investigation is necessary to proceed with investigation. So you exist in a bubble that is basically your yard and your house and a portal, let's say the size of a car, shows up on your backyard, okay. and it's just sitting there, and uh, you... you now, I guess there is more to the world. You can it's it, you imagine it's just normal wherever you are. It's average, whatever the case might be. You're used to these conditions and the portal shows up. What's your initial impulse? I don't even remember what we were talking about that was leading me to this question, but whoever's listening can go backwards <laughs> and remember what was being discussed that connects here and good luck to you guys in finding that what, what would you do with this portal <laughs> so can you see through the portal like you can see onto the other side or is it just the glowing light of the portal and you, have, um, you would be rolling you the see, dice you do see to the other side of the portal but one foot oh so you can't really tell beyond that and what do i see or is this like are we going into role-playing games right now like what do i see through the portal <laughs> when i look i'm gonna roll it fair enough let's Let's roll a perception. Roll, roll in that direction. <laughs> Let's go. Take it in that direction, like a like a role playing game. You're in the middle of the forest, and a fucking portal shows up. No, seriously. So there's a portal, and you see the portal, and the portal just shows up. You can see maybe one foot in front of it, and it looks like the ground continues on the other side. What's so, your next move? Hmm. Uh, do I have a flashlight or anything with me? Is it daytime sure. or nighttime? Hmm. Yeah, it's daytime. It looks like it's daytime on the other side too. Uh, okay, so I can see. Okay, uh, well, I would throw a rock through or something first. I'd look around me for a rock or a stick, and at first, I would definitely throw something from a distance behind. I don't want to put a stick through and then that pulls me through because I'm fucking holding the stick. Like in a movie, you're like the, you should just let go of that shit when that happens. But that's how people get pulled through portals they don't necessarily want to go through. So I'd pull, I'd throw yes. a rock through and just watch what happens at first. Try to observe and see if first of all the rock got disintegrated to dust or if it survived and made it to the other side and then right if, okay let's say you have the ability to see far enough and it looks like the rock made it to the other side and when it landed i would wait to see if it got anything's attention like if there are any creatures on the other side or another me or something that might have seen a rock just fly out and materializing itself out of air um, and see if that yeah. brings anything over to the portal to look back at me. So I'd wait a few minutes on that. Um, then maybe I would th try like lighting something on fire, like a torch or something, and throwing that through and see if the fire extinguishes or not, because that might mean there's no air over there. Ooh, smart. I like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> Roll a perception check. Um, And then, you know, I guess I would throw... I, would ch I just keep trying to do a few more experiments before I decide to put myself through. Like, I would try to capture a squirrel or something and throw that through and see what happened to it. Um, And if all things looked like it was just at least a comparable enough environment, I would probably be too curious to not step through it. But if any one of those experiments up to there failed, I'd be like, fuck this, moving on. Okay, so 
you ran all your experiments. You went through. There's no other kind of you would just see if things make it to the other side. That's the limit of your experiments. Well, seeing if living things make it through, if they, you know, if they then walked away from the portal and seemed to be okay. Like there were a few variations on the basically shoving shit through and see what happens experiment. Yeah, but like you know, they were testing variables that would be pretty important for me to not be using myself as a guinea pig for. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Beautiful. I like one thing you did there a lot, which was set something on fire and throw it on the other side. I haven't heard that response yet. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I've never considered that. We jumped through that port. I didn't consider oxygen at all. I'm just assuming that I threw something like a creature that survived and it would have died immediately, but maybe it just survives a little longer without oxygen, disappears somewhere, and then it does die. And I don't fucking know. I never considered that. I just threw creatures in and didn't consider the possibility of oxygen. So I would have just jumped through and died. But I heard one answer that I found fascinating, which was, I believe Christina said this one, to put a mirror in and see if you can see a reflection backwards. Nice. That's pretty cool. I like that. So you see what they would see. Yeah, because then you could see, yeah, 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 what's happening from the other side, if it's even seeing the same thing. Or, like, what if there's a whole army of fucking orcs just waiting behind the portal? So, like, you're looking out the (gasps) same direction they're looking? So you would jump through and be like, oh, wow, that looks too cool. So cool. And you turn around and there's, like, a whole army of monsters going, like, and lunch is served, you know? Like, What if it's a one-way portal? You can't even jump back after you jump in yeah then you're behind it it's a spell that they cast flying out to them they're just seeing crap fly out there yep (laughs) yep they're testing it they're testing it they're doing something oh wow fire no one's ever done that before fuck these guys are really thinking on that side (laughs) oh pig man all right somebody will get that later just like listen chill 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 let it go let it go he's almost there if a pig came through, this fucker's got to be next. Come on, guys. Yeah. We're going to get this guy. It's going to be lunch served. Just chill the fuck out. Wizard, you better get this motherfucker through the portal. You know what I mean? Like, they, just imagine, like, the six guys waiting. Like, this is the best thing we ever fucking found, dude. Once you found that yep. portal scroll, we've yeah. never gone hungry again. <laughs> and this portal just shows up random fucking places in the universe. They don't even know. They don't send it anywhere. It just finds life by itself. It's technology. They don't even know how to work. They're it's just pressing a button, it opens somewhere, some shit shows like, up like 20 minutes dude, later after testing it out. Like, imagine that went down on, like, the island of Atlantis that disappeared. Like, imagine they did a whole bunch of stuff, and they're like, all right, push the button, go. And then their island, whatever happened to it, happened to it. It sunk, aliens destroyed it, whatever. But all these programs that it set in motion are still running. Like, maybe that's why there's a Stonehenge and an Easter Island. Maybe that was the, the kicking off of the Matrix that we deal with now. I don't know. I just think wow (laughs) can you imagine that because what if at last of the core of the system and all they did what we know is the sinking is actually the hiding yes it's fucking removed so we can't access the bigger program because it's initiating everything else they don't want people to fucking know that they don't want us to go over there and fucking detach some shit the illusion is broken and i wake up in the fucking real world they're hiding the inner mainframe or fucking they flung themselves to outside. Maybe they created a bubble dimension. Yes, I was going to say a tangent universe. Oh, my God. Yes, to just hide in there so that they can control the matrix from within that bubble without fucking being reached by us. Then what's up with I guess that would have a lot to do with maybe. 
that the fucking the triangular shape that supposedly the Vermeer Triangle has, let's say the fucking Atlantis was based somewhere along those lines, and whatever that thing is, is some sort of fucking portal that's sucking shit to other parts of the universe, or if that's a piece of the fractal literally being seen by us, and some shit went through there and fell through the reflection popping up somewhere else that everything just looks and behaves differently. But it's, it was just fucking reflection. You know what it is? It's the, it's the law of balance, right? So the whatever force is like, you know, think about like when you have a game like Command and Conquer or Worlds of Warcraft where it's like at some point you reach the 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 processing limit of available memory and you need to sacrifice other memory to make new shit so that's yeah. what those portals are these like little spots that were just set up to be like this is a catch-all whenever ships fly through here then we'll be able to build a new ship in the future you know it's like like they probably had to fling a few of these like funnels around throughout time to keep channeling enough matter and energy into itself to keep the flow going you know what i mean like to, for this to be a constant cycle it's almost like the way yeah so that it, it could sort of power itself yeah like the way a fountain uh like a, a display fountain in vegas or in front of somebody's really gaudy like mafia mansion recycles the water and the water just keeps flowing through the same system and that's way that way it's not just wasting all the you know water reserves of the area yeah, 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 yeah. And usually they tend to be powered by themselves. The same weight of the water coming down and creating pressure forces water from the bottom to rise up through the pipes and then fall down on top using minimal energy input so that that's just the most recycled possible with the least amount of energy input. Hashtag do not drink. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Don't do drink not the drink. fountain water, people. There's blood in the water. There's blood in the water. <laughs> Don't There's, drink uh, the water. There's blood in the water. Man. Yeah, man. Now we're seeing Dave Matthews. It's that time of night, folks. It's that time of night. <laughs> like, can you imagine somebody like stumbling onto this episode of the show and they're just like, oh my God, my brain hurts. <laughs> like listening to all of this, like, holy shit. I hope I just hope like my philosophy professor from college hears some of these. I'm just like, come on, dude. I know I'm making you proud, Mr. Anderson. I know deserve I some props. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be clapping wherever he is. He's like, I did right. I did yes, right. Mr. Maresca got it. Yes, <laughs> he was the biggest. He's advocate. mad as hell. No, he's actually pissed over there. He's like, this motherfucker didn't do shit while he was in my class. <laughs> no, no, he like. He was one of the best, like, he was one of my favorite college professors. He was really one of these people like, we could be in the Matrix. There's no way we'll ever know. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. This is awesome. I actually had a, yeah, but he was a, uh, he was an English teacher who, for whatever reason, never taught me a single bit of English. All he would do was completely derail the class as soon as it began. And just start posing philosophical questions and sort of having the whole class debate them openly. Oh wow, that sounds like a fun class, man. <laughs> it was a, it was my favorite class of all time. It was so interesting to see a person who did. He had zero regard for teaching anything that he was getting paid to teach. He was a hundred percent just derailing the whole class. Would pose questions. He would nitpick anything anybody said and just start questioning that and keep derailing the class into questioning more things. Wow. Very influential man for weird uh, Mr. Nigerian. David Nigerian. There you go. Thomas Anderson was my <laughs> from the friggin' Matrix. <laughs> Thomas Professor Anderson. Thomas Anderson. 
I wish I had a teacher like that. Or like either of them. All my teachers were boring. All your teachers were boring. <laughs> I had a history teacher in high school who was named Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison? Yep. He was a funny guy, man. When we did the Kennedy era, like he presented, it would be like each day there would be a class on different shit that happened. And by the end of that class, there would be a new like uh, suspect would basically emerge in the ancient unanswered question of who shot Kennedy. So he would end each class. He goes, and that is why the CIA murdered John F. Kennedy. And then the next day, be like, and that is why the mafia murdered john f kennedy and it's like this is why lyndon johnson murdered and i was just like holy shit and like at the end of each one it was like that was a totally plausible theory my fucking god so he was really cool jim morrison was a cool history teacher jim morrison was enlightened and he knew that all of those scenarios happened simultaneously it's the only explanation that could possibly it's make any sense it's like the but CIA had, yeah. hired the mafia to work with <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I had sure. a teacher when I was younger. His name was um, Richard, but his last name was Cabeza in Spanish. And that's a uh, head in Spanish. Dickhead. And <laughs> yes, it was the funniest. And so I've always been very obsessed with that name of his. And uh, I like to, when I write things or when I'm making things, I like to squeeze that name in as many places as possible. I like to include variations on Dickhead or Richard Head <laughs> because I, I was fascinated that that was somebody's actual real name, <laughs> Richard Cabeza. Professor Cabeza. Like, yeah, Professor Cabeza. And I'm like, that was the funniest thing. His name was really Dickhead. It was beautiful. And I'm sure that was so, like, it was one of those naive, no possible inclination of what they were doing, naming him as a child, and the torture it, yeah. it wound up uh, unleashing on him as an as a young child and growing up. That must have just... Oh, yeah, but that builds character, man. That's got to build some character, no? Hey, you look, you have to learn to laugh at it, right? He, how, how the fuck else did he make it? I mean, that's what that whole, you know, like in Roxanne with Steve Martin, you ever see that movie? Where the only nah. way to get them to stop making fun of him is to make fun of himself worse? That was like badass. That's a that's classic, man. Real. I can't believe you haven't seen that, man. That's the, you, gotta, you gotta check that one out. It's, well, actually, you know what? Don't. Let me watch it again because it might be one of those ones that doesn't hold up over time and I don't want to recommend a movie that you're going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit, man? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. It was the 80s. Everybody was racist and didn't know it. We, we, we were fucking finding it out now. I'm sorry. I'm really Bro, sorry. I bet that happens to mad people because think of how blind we are to the fact that things we thought were good were probably real garbage. And even right now, what we think is amazing in like 20 years, we're going to look back and be like, we were stupid. Oh, dude, we, there, we actually had um, an episode of one of our podcasts on our um, our feed for our What Am I Watching podcast. I did a couple episodes with some buddies who are all uh, guys working in production in New York uh, in various capacities. So we called it the Film Guys Roundtable. And we started... We kind of did sort of a format like this one time where we just kind of start talking and see where it goes. And we wound up talking about like the Monique controversy. And then we started to talk about how that exact sort of phenomenon of like, you know, how blind the entertainment or at least us as audience members of the entertainment industry for the last couple of decades have been to how so blatantly everything is really just surrounding the ideal idea of 
white America. You know what I mean? Like everything, you know, all the famous comedies like Breakfast Club, like there's like it's all white people in that movie, you know, and it may not have like kind of been so obvious back then. But you watch it now and you're just like, holy shit. I almost wonder why non-white people even liked this shit. (laughs) Maybe because it was all that there was. I don't know. But like, wow, dudes. Wow. We yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's kind of when you look way into it, and it's you see the fucked up. You're just like, like I, I started to like apologize because my friend Josh, the African American, and he was on the show, and I was like, listen, dude. I mean, I gotta tell you, it was to the level where I felt like I need to apologize next time I talk to you because it's like I'm sure I've recommended movies going like, oh man, this movie was awesome, and it's like. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you you kind of... No, it doesn't even go that... It, 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 it turns out to be pretty recent when you look at it. You can even watch the show Friends, show which I fucking love. I love that show, by the way. I don't give a fuck if you guys hate that show and you think that show's racist. I love that show. But in the show Friends... Uh, that's that's a pretty heavily racist approach to, to fucking creating a program in which all the main people are rich, poor, whatever the case might be, they're all white. Every scenario that involves a person that isn't white is what the few episodes that happen related to a crime or some bullshit like that. Or it's exaggerated, it's like way exaggerated. Exaggerated, you know? yes. It's it's there's very there's a lot of weird shit like that, and it's it's a part of the programming. I think they they paint the picture we think it's real. Yeah, well, I mean that then goes back to the whole idea of like this was a system created to control us or to at least influence the way we thought not only about ourselves but just about the way that the world should work in general and it's sort of uh, it's hard to look at and go wow man you know this is what we this is what we would have considered normal <laughs> and now it's sort of like jumps right it was the same thing i would say too like with misogyny like i remember talking about the first season of uh, of a uh, true detective on hbo and before i'd watched it all my colleagues at work were talking about how it's this really awesome and intense show and you gotta check it out and i watched two episodes my sister had gotten it for me for my birthday that year on blu-ray and after two episodes i was just like why would women watch this at all it is so like machismo and from a yeah. guy's perspective that I could imagine, like, sitting down to watch it if, you know, I'd broken up with my ex at that point, but I could just imagine watching those couple episodes with her and just be like, there's literally nothing for you to hold on to with this. The only women we've seen in this so far are fucking horrific murder victims that have clearly been sexually assaulted. You know what I mean? And it's it's sort of... Every every time. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's like the details are rough. It's one of those, like, guys shows where they're being really graphic and the 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 intensity of all of it was to a level where I'm like, yeah, dudes, it's like, how can we talk about like, and these are the shows that we would say, oh, that's a freaking acclaimed, you know, yep. you got to check All that shit out, you know, and it's like so cock heavy. <laughs> it's that's the way I was like, it's such a huge, just giant cock heavy show. <laughs> you know, like I just can't imagine chicks watching it going, yeah, I really identify with, um, you know, Matthew McConaughey. He was really great in True Detective. It's like, I just don't see it. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't fucking know. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? It's it goes back to the blind spots. We sort of don't even we don't even know to ask whether it's right or wrong. We just know that 
it's there and sort of superimposed that as, I guess, what it is or how it is like, about it, everything all the time. That happened and you let it happen. <laughs> you know, like that's where we yeah. are. It happened. It is documented. It is the history. And now we're now we're here. And so we'll see what changes. But then you see things like the all female cast of Ghostbusters gets like torpedoed by uh a, a group of trolls from 4chan and winds up like becoming a huge financial bomb for the studio and it becomes a question of like well why the fuck did you guys just pick on it because it was like a female cast or did you really wish it was more of a direct sequel like are you that hardcore of nerds that you fucking sabotaged a studio film <laughs> because of the power I don't even of know what that's about because there's a whole other thing like that you ever heard of gamergate oh gamergate yeah absolutely like what the fuck is it? it's the same idea. it's the whole fucking guy gamers versus chick gamers and chick reporter things. Oh. It's like what the fuck is that supposed that doesn't even make fucking sense. Did to you me. see the the supposed like the live YouTube event that this one um I forget what they called it. It was like an organization of female gamers that were trying to create like this um app that would let um if you're a gamer you're a girl playing video games and there are guys like verbally assaulting you or harassing you in the game you would use the app and the app would immediately bring a uh, bully hunters that's what it was fucking bully hunters bully go look hunter. look this shit up because it's like straight up it was the most epic well it's boring i'm warning you right now i'm, I'm telling you to check it out and then just prepare to be bored as fuck while you're watching this but it was like the idea was if you're a chick playing video games of my uh, apologies to anyone who takes offense at the use of the word chick this is the world we live in i got every five words stop and apologize for shit <laughs> <laughs> um so you're a chick playing video okay, games okay, and you're you're being sexually verbally sexually assaulted or being harassed you press the app it, it brings one of these bully hunters in and they run him right up behind the guy and kill him instantly and that's revenge you know that's we're showing them that your your behavior was inappropriate and so we just ruined your kill streak by having a bully hunter show up and so they have this big online event i think it was like it was streamed live on twitch it was definitely streamed live on youtube and it was just like so like blah you're like watching it going so this is what you somehow conned people into giving you money to start like i think we're gonna change our mind on this it fell apart like the next day the whole bully hunter website collapsed and everybody was like a big laughing stock but it's definitely the the height of the whole gamergate situation I that's think. so fucking crazy i that's it's so nuts it's totally fucking like i believe 100 percent based on what what has happened in let's say the last five years that's totally like I think more of that's coming. Oh, jeez. Dude, I think the fact that the gender debate exists now to the point where it's not just... Like, it used to be the battle of the sexes. That's one of the things you can't even recommend old movies about anymore because now you'll have the people who will immediately say, well, this is being insensitive to the transgender community. It's like, listen, come the fuck on. It was the 80s, and that was it. It was men versus chicks. That was it in the 80s. I'm sorry. You can't go back and make the fucking transgender controversy start two decades before it did. It just didn't happen back then. We, so you can't get pissed. You can't. You're, like, you're going to spend your whole life angry. What the fuck? Like, it's just unhealthy. I'm sorry. Man, that is so, much of it. <laughs> that is so fucking much of it. Because the, 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 
that idea becomes true for everything that sort of a late complaint is sort of unless you were legitimately scared at the time it's sort of taken a, you're becoming evil with the power and abusing a different moment with the information that was only relevant at a certain time it's a it's really a revenge chase yeah i think this might be the first opportunity to really use that line of it's not about equality it's actually about revenge <laughs> you yeah. need to own that you fuckers it's not about equality oh, it's man. about it because you know what equality is boring equality is almost like a non-win but quality is like, oh, okay, cool. So you let me in. Oh, it really does suck for everybody. Fuck. Well, now I want more. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. Wait, this equality wasn't enough. I want more. I want to look through your drawers right now. And if you have any magazines in there, I want you executed out in public square. You know, you're like, that's the level it went to like that. You know, that's oh man. We totally we're fucking crazy humans, aren't we? Yeah. It's some fucked shit. Like we totally just exist. Dude, this is common. We just do this on a regular. About random shit. What is wrong with us? It's too boring. It's too boring not having people to fight, right? I mean, it's it 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 starts to then say, well, was this the point of existence? Was existence designed so that we would get here? And then once we get here, what are we supposed to do with all this? You know, like it wasn't enough to just be watching us run around like scared of the lightning and hiding in caves that now we took lightning. Prometheus gave us fire and from fire we got to the internet. Congratulations. Yeah, it's like quite a journey. What are we supposed to do next? In a blink. This is not weird. Man, I don't even know. Because where would we go next? And what would that look like? We wouldn't know how to answer that question. But not only that, the fact that there's a direction we've been heading then poses the question, are we headed somewhere? And was that place there before we were aware and on that road? Would we get there? Would we notice? Would we? Oh, my God. If we got there, would we fucking notice? And why are, the there, why, why are there so many familiar elements that keep popping up? Why are there cycles that repeat, you know? Yes. If we made it to the end of this race, would we know the race was over? Or would it even look like, like there was a race in the know? first place? It could have just, it, it, you know. Would it even? Would we even know there was a race? Oh my god! We'd need to know to ask if we're in a race first at the end of the race to even realize that the race has ended. Otherwise, we'd never know. And meanwhile, at some point, it almost feels like if it's not a race, then what's the point? And that goes back to the: Do we need poverty? Because if there isn't a fucking negative, what? No one would go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, no yep. one would buy into this idea of you have to work if there wasn't something called poverty. If there wasn't yes. an example of the suffering that not complying with the system. You know what I mean? And you see that in almost being admitted in movies like the fucking Divergent series where they have this like, all right, you got to be in one of these factions. Otherwise, we kick you out of civilization. Sorry. Suck a dick and eat garbage later. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what that is about. And you're like, they look like our homeless people but it's now. Really what it is, there always have to be there always has to be a version of hell. You have to show the 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 bad so that they stay like you said they they don't divert from the system. They stay as part of this thing providing for the thing or being functioning part of the thing. But it's bullshit essentially, right? 
See, what I keep thinking now is someone's going to listen to this show and they're going to go Fisher King on us. They're going to go, that's it. They convinced me to go like blow up a building or they convinced me that life isn't worth it. I um, seriously hope people can handle it. This is just us going off the deep end yeah. and seeing what happens. If, you know, maybe we should put a disclaimer at the front like, yo, <laughs> we, we're going to yeah. talk about some heavy heavy shit like if you've ever watched a movie and then wanted to shoot the tv because it didn't make any sense you might want to take a volume before we get too far into this you know make yeah, sure you're yeah, wasted yeah. at the very least and can't pick up anything heavy and break shit yeah yeah <laughs> if you put the processing to a minimum take whatever seems entertaining avoid taking any of it seriously please I guess do nothing not. I wouldn't do. I mean, I guess this does scare some people to try to, to start thinking about it on this level, you know? As realistically, some people go into really dark places when they think of things of this capacity because when not questioning is part of the social contract, that's sort of part of the system. Don't question what the government is, just question is the government doing it right? And uh, don't question what the school system is for. Just question, did my kid learn what they wanted him to? Yeah. So based on not asking, there's, there's, there's a certain ignorance you have to agree into having for the social contract to work. And the social contract only exists as a comfort thing because we can't handle it. We can't handle the information, and some people just sit there and listen to us have a conversation like this, and they suddenly realize the social contract was fucking made up. I'm following no nothing. Some asshole made up some rules. I fell in line with them and called it reality, and that it's totally capable of causing a certain level of depression in people who aren't ready, haven't like built the blocks for this. I recommend mm. go like read one philosophical poem or something mm. and like, talk, reflect for a while. If you can do that without getting disturbed, come back and listen to the rest of the show. Read some Bertrand Russell, you know what I mean? Read some existentialist shit. There was, like, did we go over go over the idea of, like, you don't actually know what the world really is around you, you're only perceiving what your mind's allowed to react to from the element, the, the qualities that exist in the elements around you? So, like, you don't actually know what the real color of a table is, a table doesn't have any color, there's a quality in the table that tells your eye to interpret the light and tell your brain it's the color that yep. it is. We've gone and our over. eye still has the limited capacity to even process all the information. It's taking the most important parts of whatever it's receiving and sending that to the brain that then we interpret as the real thing and how it looks. So, but for as far as you can tell, you cannot prove that this table is the same color to you that it is to somebody else. We could all nope. agree that the table is blue, but blue might not mean the same thing to everybody. And so, you know, that even in itself, that's like a level yeah, you yeah. have to start as like a basic level. You know, that would be the only reason that a, a thing like the Matrix in the movie that the way it's de depicted would work is that the the machines are hijacking the connection between your brain and your physical body and inserting into it a signal that says, hey, you're not actually in a giant pot of pink goo. You're fucking running around Times Square getting laid in the bushes. Like, it's like your your whole body's nervous system is being informed by an alternate source. And that just goes to prove that we have no way of 
checking. Interesting. I do like that explanation because that's fucking crazy. That means that the pro, because you're not really being put into the program. You are just basically the brain in this instant and your body is no longer even part of you in the real world. You're not that body anymore. You are whatever you think you are inside the program, but it's not really you're inside the program. This other series of signals is sending it to your brain, telling you you're in the program, even if you're not. That's all just a literal illusion that's not even a computer program per se. It's just that's how they're connecting it. They're connecting the signals that are being made up and everything else is happening in your brain. You're not in the matrix. The matrix is in you. It's sending your brain the signals. Your brain is generating this weird fictional thing that that thing wants it to. So you're the Matrix. Each one of us is the Matrix. That's the genius. That's the guy. Chances are you bought him already. You know what I mean? Like, you're already in, bro. Man, that's fucking crazy. So where our brains are doing all the work? They're not even wasting energy from the outside. They're just using enough energy to send a signal. Right. And they're letting our brain's natural receptors do the rest of the work. And then the body is just conducting electricity in these giant power plants. That That's what the robots are using. Yep. You, have you ever but seen... Then, oh, go ahead. That, 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 that definitely brings up the, the, the idea that, for example, uh, they had... Uh, there was a study... I don't know if the study is real or if it was bullshit, but in this highly informed show where we come with nothing but facts, I'm thinking I sort of kind of remember a study in which there were people who were put to sleep and told to try to think. No, my bad, not to sleep. They were told to sit and think about working out. And then there were people told to actually work out. And it turned out that for the same period of time, it was like a week or so or some shit like that. Again, I have no idea. Go and fact check me. This is probably all wrong. But let's assume I'm not fucking making it up as I go. And say that at the end of it, they relatively lost about the same amount of weight. Uh. Is then the idea here that the people are generating energy because they're being active in the matrix. The brain then sends the signals to the body saying these events are happening and the body produces it naturally the way it would, feeding it back into their systems, which is how they're generating. So they have to put us in the matrix because if they just killed off our brain, our brain wouldn't think it's in this place, behave like it is. Our body wouldn't develop the energy required to think it needs to sustain it. And then it gets stolen. They can't have us brain dead. They need our body. They need our brain for the sake of our body. Thus right. putting us in the matrix. First and, place. and the mind makes it real. So if you get killed in the matrix, your real body dies. And that's like. Yep. And that's because <laughs> like, like, have you seen the animatrix? Because that shows the actual transition over from when it was the human world to when the robots took over. And they show them like. Yes, that was. Fucking good. Like reverse engineering, like trying to like they put a thing in the brain and the guy the body starts laughing and they move it they pull the pin out and put it in a different side of the brain and he starts crying. So it's like they reverse engineer how all the neurons connect to actually control your emotions and I mean like that alone, the thinking of something doing that is so like horrifying. That was a really scary fucking cartoon. The second Renaissance, parts one and two, you're just like, oh my god, that's going to happen someday. You know why? Because they were vaping all over the place in that fucking cartoon, and that's happening now. <laughs> I'm using vaping as the fucking marker. <laughs> hey, look, fair enough. A lot of the times, 
shit does come true. I, I believe what you just said makes perfect sense. Using one of those kind of context clues of reality. They were vaping in the fucking thing. They're vaping over here. And I'll tell you why. Because Star Trek did it first. Yes. And it fucking worked out. That they predicted hella random fucking things that are happening more or less at the same fucking time right now for us. And it's exactly what the Oracle and the Matrix acts Neo. Is it because they put it in the cartoon that it came to pass? Or was it going to come to pass and someone knew about it so they put it in the cartoon? You know what I mean? Like, there you go. Yeah. Would you have broken the vase if I didn't say anything at all? You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about the vase. It's fucking... That's fucking crazy. You ever consider that? That's the part of that that haunts me the most. Because you really got to think about if time is even relative or if time does exist. Just to answer the question that had had she informed him, had she not, what yeah. the fuck would have been the difference? Because would the base you have was... even broken the face if I hadn't? Said yeah, anything at all? it's like the suggestion have... made it happen, or did it? Because what if they stumbled into it from not being warned about it? Well, but she knew it was going to happen because she's the oracle and she's seen the future. Yes. So that means the future is already set. So there is no free will. So there's no point in Neo going on the fucking mission because he's either going to do it or he's not. It already has happened. <laughs> which we are confirmed in the second movie with the architect who says you are the sixth version of Neo but you fell in love the other five didn't we don't know why and we don't care that's some well that's I remember yeah, I, bet, I bet you want to watch the movies now right <laughs> you wanna go watch I remember that guy I got garbo towards the end where the stories just started breaking down and they were trying hard I know the beginning and the second one averagely are the ones to pay attention to apparently the world rejects number three or some shit oh the three is horrible <laughs> it's so fucking bad i mean i'm sure the, see i was watching these two guys on youtube did like these 25 minute breakdowns on both the first movie and the second movie and they were so in depth that it made me go and like order on amazon a portable regular s standard def dvd player just so i could watch my old regular dvd of the matrix while i'm sitting here and editing other stuff for hollow nine and i was like i have to watch the movie man they, they brought up so many things that i'm like oh my fucking god i never looked at it that way before and they're they have like it's supposed to be coming out they've been like teasing that they're going to do the third one for so long and i they changed my mind about certain elements of the second one that i thought were garbage that made me at least respect what they were trying to do with the movie so i'm hoping they can find some silver linings into why you should care about the third one. But yeah, until something like that happens, the third one is absolute total fucking garbage to the point where you're like, this you're wasn't also rejecting it for the world. This wasn't written by the same people. It's impossible. There's just no way. Cause if this is where they were going with it, fuck them in the first place. That's just so weak storytelling. It's ugh, hard to swallow, man. So there, there were six versions of Neo. Well, it's up to he's, that point. He's cause... the sixth. It's, of course, always in the sixth, because that's the satanic number, and all movies are made by the satanic Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point, man. They're trying to tell us. They're trying to inform us, and I'm 100% convinced they're all lizard people, and the lizard people are at war with the fucking, with the aliens. And they made the Matrix to keep us sense. distracted. Look, they're tr they're, yes, they're, tr well, not even the Matrix, because that's also part of the problem here. That is all happening inside of this bigger simulation that some hyper-intelligent computers in a higher dimension are running just to try 
to see the outcome of different types of universes. So there's a computer on the outside running all that, and then in here we're seeing a weird twist of aliens and fucking lizard people disguised as humans, some reaching through politics, another through religion, trying to battle each other for Earth, thinking that this is somehow important. And the reason is because it's just like us. They don't see anything in outer space, and the lizard people came from the center. Is the center of the Earth lava? I don't know, man. The flat Earth theory brings up a lot of questions on that one. <laughs> That's probably my favorite what conspiracy think is under theory. It? What do they think is under it, though? Uh, I don't know. There, there's a hollow Earth theory out there that there's a civilization within the center of the Earth and that it's just like another um, sort of surface. <laughs> it's That one I find hard to believe because I feel like we would have accidentally hit that shit by now. You know, like we would have nuked underground and it would have opened a big fucking cavern and it would have been undeniable. The whole world would have been like, yo. <laughs> is based on even our current science, we can't reach to assuming the Earth is round and we're not being lied to by everything because I didn't go out and fucking study it. But we can't like rip through a certain amount of, we can't go too deep. We, we suck. We have no technology to do that. Like, What if it's way deeper than we can reach right now? And how deep before it's just lava? And that could be why that there's there's a lot of rumors that there's some kind of entrance into this inner Earth in Antarctica, and that could be why there is that huge 1957 treaty that all the governments of the world are like, yeah, Antarctica is off limits to basically everybody. <laughs> like the Fuck, so then basically, this is the same round Earth equivalent of the fucking other side of the wall. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. It's basically the same idea. There's something being hidden on the other side of that thing. Yeah. In this case, there's a fucking entrance up there that we're stopping from us reaching the real rich people who really run everything. Yeah, man. That's where Elysium is. It's in the center of the Earth. That's probably... There, there probably is something like that. All jokes aside, based on how much shit's starting to point in that direction, the deeper we look, it's, like just, it's probably... At this so. point, I mean, I know everybody's still... You know, congratulations, Illuminati. The PSYOP worked. You can't, you can't support a conspiracy theory without instantly being called crazy. But so I fucking yeah. call people crazy because what happens when undeniable proof is no longer being hidden? And some, hey, listen, something has to turn out to be true. There are too many inconsistencies in the world and in the way people behave for something to not be true. You know what I mean? And, and it's got to be something beyond what we can comprehend and definitely something beyond what we can control. And those two things alone mean that the powers that be have to either at least manage keeping it hidden or fully just deny its existence because otherwise like they said in armageddon there would just be total social breakdown it would be a global riot for however long until almost everybody was dead and i guess they're trying to avoid some of that you know it's fucking nuts it's I, fucking nuts dude. i know man we are so fucking weird humans it's yeah. it's so fucking psychotic all of it like whether it's true or not if let's say it's not true we're fucking out of our minds bro think of how deep we just like that explanation is crazy the fact that we can think this shit is happening if it's not but if it is happening holy shit bro what is wrong with us why are we doing this regardless we're just a bunch of crazy motherfuckers all of us all seven point like five billion of us or whatever the fuck and how many of them want to be kardashians you know instead of even do you think we've counted Oh, that's so funny. You know, there's like 14 seasons in the Kardashians. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, they would rather do that than think about the shit we're talking about right now, you know? That's fucking crazy. That's the But that's the I don't know. 
it's a it's will volunt I guess willing but voluntary ignorance. Yeah, will something ignorance. about us drives us in that direction, and whether or not somebody presents the opportunity for information, we for whatever reason uncontrollably the majority of us go for it, but. I guess we're being hypnotized by ourselves somehow to the point that we think we want these things at all times because we're choosing them. We always choose the things, or I guess we like the easy way, but that wouldn't solve all our problems either. That doesn't really make any fucking sense. Yeah, but like, so I guess it is. If you can hang your hat on some really big ideas that are not provable one way or the other, that will allow you to have a false sense of security that somehow down the road you're going to be taken care of for. Doing what you're going to claim you feel like these texts tell you to do or whatever your morality tells you to do. It's a lot easier to not care about shit, I guess. The The burden for us of thinking like this is, you know, even after we get off the call tonight, you're still, you know, some of these thoughts might cause nightmares. You know what I mean? Like, you might be like, shit, man, why do I even yeah. keep trying? You know what I mean? Like, uh, fuck, if we're really in this thing, shouldn't we be getting noticed by the system um, administrator for coming to these conclusions you know what i mean like shouldn't there be some yeah, kind of like, tag to our code very ignorance is bliss kind of situation because yes we know more or whether or not any of this is true so we don't know more but we 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 attempt to have more angle on things and that alone the information the possibilities the alternatives are tend to be dark for a lot of things not everything is 100% happy we can we sit here and break things apart and then think of the dark things even of the good things and somehow these people who do rely on those scrolls and just kind of tune out the options of things don't have to really con- they don't have to think to make choices because their choices have already been laid they follow that thus thinking isn't happening you can't accidentally realize something you don't want to realize why we we were inherently always moving in that direction that's just natural for whatever reason take the ignorance path like animals permanently exist in that sort of state at least from our perspective and a lot of them i'm not gonna say all the animals because that's fucking stupid statement considering chances are fucking dolphins and octopi are more intelligent than we are who the fuck knows but Assuming that other animals, by our understanding, are kind of stuck in this simplistic, do it the easiest way, the least amount of thought leads to the most amount of happy and the quickest, easiest survival. It's literally something animalistic that's driving us towards wanting to, for example, watch the fucking Kardashians more. Because mm. it's something sane and easy to tune the reality of the matter out by thinking and being aware of the uncertainty you can watch kardashian that lady is not the most intelligent and it comes off obvious and you you take solace in seeing some other things struggle tuning out the fact that you're caught in that same fucking web doing the same fucking twisted weird dance which would then i guess point out to the whole popularity of fucking reality quote tv unquote which is just that they they'll show us these person's worst moments i'll think that's life because i don't want to think about those worst moments that are actually life but that's just nature moving us in that direction because animals do it too we just happen to have a higher brain function but we also have got studies to show too that there are things like 
radio wave frequencies and uh, visual like light wavelengths and frequencies that can also affect your higher brain functioning. And so this definitely is going to verge into conspiracy theory territory. But like when we talk about things like we would rather watch the Kardashians, there's also something that's going on there by design with the the frequency with 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 which the light on your TV is flickering which is happening so fast that we actually can't perceive it with our eyes and it's partly why sometimes things look odd in high def and and if the color is fucked up on your TV but there's something about that that is also numbing like the sort of uh, usual potential of people's awareness and I think intelligence as well you know and and so that then leads Creedence to the idea that, like, you know, was the advent of the television and making sure everyone has one in their home and that at first it's a status symbol of being successful in the American dream was really the first wave or maybe the second wave after radio of the, of the powers that be convincing us sheeple, us cattle, to uh, bring our, con- our mind control devices into our homes willingly, you know, and that that... They've finally, these days, have dialed it in and landed on the perfect combination of blatant fucking ridiculousness plus sexual exploitation and made it the Kardashians, and now it's, like, brainwashing us and turning us into a bunch of, like, uh, automatons to the most level it ever has before. And actually, the way you worded that makes me consider something very interesting, that the fact that this whole... Now, I'm not saying that in the past there wasn't a shit ton of creeps, but let's assume this has been happening more and more frequently over time. The whole Me Too movement could be relative to you guys doing it more frequently because of shit being crazier in general. And they're feeling more confident in doing it, being a direct response to something like the Kardashians be put there where their life is literally weird scenarios like this where they get touched and groped by random people. The idea gets passed to the men. This is how you behave. The the idea gets passed to the women. This is how I should be treated. That mentality moves forward and they can sort of execute these sort of changes in behavior and normalizations of things right under our noses before yes holy shit dude that's why a president could go on tv and say you can grab him by the pussy if you're a celebrity and people are like yeah he can grab mine instead of instantly being fucking nauseated and ending his campaign wow dude we just pointed out a direct connection right there yeah some kind of shit right because that's probably and that's just one we're noticing imagine how often this happens for every possible reason politics being snuck into the most popular show man it's fucking crazy because then that starts to bring credence to the argument of like well then do violent video games cause violent behavior you know what i mean and uh, is there point there would be maybe it does but then do so do movies and we're just brainwashed to think they don't this yeah. brings back into a point that, uh, again, Christina made a long time ago, which was, why is it that we are okay with porn and not with pornography? And why is it that beating somebody is a totally illegal, but you can put somebody in a sport and have them tackle somebody and injure them and send them to the hospital? Mm. Why is one okay and the other isn't? We're just conditioned into that sort of angle where those things happen. 
they're brainwashing us for the sake of that, or they can profit off of it. If you can put a camera in front of it, we'll allow you to have it. But if you can't put a camera in front of it and nobody can profit off of it, you're not going to do it until we find out a way to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. That all comes back to the whole, we're not questioning it. We're just letting it happen. We've been programmed to accept this. Child labor is fucking illegal, but you can have children actors. That same idea. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, so, so they're sort of just brainwashing us into that mentality. Well, what about the, the same whole, way the Kardashians? What about like the whole YouTube generation where like like my friggin' my I have two four year old nephews, they're twins, and one of the things they love to watch on the iPad is this thing Ryan, this kid who's like four or five, and it's just him and his parents, and he opens toys and he open unboxes them on his YouTube channel. He's got like millions of subscribers. He makes money like like. As a child of his age, he has no concept of what even making the amount of money he makes even is. Looks like you know what, what I mean. mean yeah, no concept there at all. And it's like he's got more money. Meanwhile, like I've spent my whole life developing skills and talents. You, I'm sure all of us have found our way. The and no one started handing us millions of dollars for opening up our toys on a webcam. But that's the age of technology that we're in. But now, how does that kid not? How is that not child labor? You know what I mean? How is that not exploiting uh, a minor? For... How is that not child? You're totally right because he's making an income. He's doing something for money. No, yeah, he's, he's not. He's not in a cave risking his life, and he's not in a sweatshop making sneakers for ten cents a day. But he also has no concept of what he's doing, and I'm sure his parents aren't just like sitting on that money and not spending it on themselves. You know, I'm sure they're spending some. Yeah, that's 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 abusing his ignorance for slavery isn't that interesting we totally allow but that goes back to the fact that we literally have prisons where we justify and say yes they're getting paid but we call getting paid just sort of the attempt of yeah. what eight cents an hour so we can throw you in there for a hundred thousand dollars go work at that fucking 10 cents an hour for the like that slave labor we for whatever reason are all right with slave labor Still, and I didn't even consider that child labor in that situation is exactly the same fucking thing because the child has no concept. You're abusing his ignorance the way you're abusing somebody's freedom in the other case. Yeah. For slave labor, he's bringing you the that kid is bringing you the product. <laughs> you know what? It's like almost along the lines of the idea of what statutory rape is. It's like you're old enough to understand the situation, they're not, and you're profiting yes. off of it. That's exactly what's going on in that instance. Statutory really, wow, that, labor. Statutory. Even, <laughs> we finally have. We've one day. Government uh, guys pull up. They're like, "You're messing up business for the world." Yeah, Clean you've up. you've exposed everything in one three hour episode. Like no other show has ever done that before. And we don't even know where the fuck you all came from. But you gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Yep. laughs> And I'd be We're like, whoa, gonna... wait, 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 wait. You don't have to kill us, though. If we actually know all this shit, if we've stumbled on a few things that touched a nerve, what's three more heads on the list, man? Put us on the fucking next plane to Elysium. I won't say shit to anybody, and I'll just Word go live with the rich people, man. Just fucking put us in the club, <laughs> you know? Word up, word up. If they do, on the other hand, decide that that is not a good idea, and they're like, fuck this, we might as well just kill you and not use our crazy abundance of resources on you. I would then follow up. I would counter the kill me part two with I will lie in the opposite direction if you hook me up forever. Ah. Just look, you got filthy amounts of shit there and you don't want me to have it. Fair enough. I didn't work for it the way you worked for it. But now I'll work for something. 
you just look, bro, I can help you in the opposite direction. Give me, <laughs> you know, hook me up, make me one of the big ones on this side, and then I'll make believe that I'll help cover up that side. Which is exactly what Cypher asked Agent Smith to do for him in the Matrix. <laughs> make cover me important. Make me important, like an actor, and I don't want to remember being out of this at all. I don't want to remember anything. Just put me back in. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? No, man, dude. <laughs> man, it, it's probably we're getting fucked in ways we don't even know we're getting fucked. Oh, That's yeah. really what all of it comes down into. We don't know what anything is. There's always somebody who knows more. They'll always be abusing that for both good and bad, like whatever. That's all objective shit, anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess good and bad is subjective. So objectively, there's no fucking thing like that. So we're always just super ignorant of everything, and we're always just getting fucked in the ass by everyone because we don't know anything and none of us do and we don't even know we're fucking people over and we do know we're fucking other people over but we have no idea how man it's all just it's that sphere that just kind of spits it out and sucks it back in and for a free you know society we definitely seem to have fallen into the situation where there are some people out there that immediately want you to stop talking if you even had the nerve to question all these things. And that is so antithetical to the idea of being free and and open-minded and having the freedom of speech and freedom of religion, freedom of expression. Um, It's pretty funny how the people who are clamoring the most about their liberties being impinged upon because they're not allowed to say racial slurs without, uh, you know, ramifications and uh, consequences want, uh, to be fucking controlled <laughs> you know what i mean it's just fucking that nuts. weird it's just fucking crazy <laughs> it's like oh my god but dude. It's, it's, it's such a fucked up ongoing struggle because i think all the sides are almost identical in that aspect that we're always fighting for freedom but we're always adding control for whatever well yeah reason. it's like again it's not about equality it's about revenge <laughs> you know it's what i mean about, it really is it's about getting back but then We've already gotten back at so much. It's just at this point, we're just getting back because it's our nature to get back, but we don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, we it don't at. know what else to do, I think. That's like we have all this, like, each generation inherits a little bit of the last generation's pent up aggression. And it's like, it's like they just need to go out and rip somebody's fucking face off with it, you know? And so sometimes they even wind up treading over ground we've already been on and have already agreed upon and it's like you're ripping open old wounds instead of forging new paths man what the fuck i know one's harder to do than the other but be ballsy man go and go explore the goddamn moon get us back there <laughs> you know i mean bro it's always easier to pull the fucking last piece of the tower down and watch the top crumble than it is to walk to fucking yeah. like crawl all the way up there you know yeah Absolutely. Bring the top to you. Everybody's aiming at that. Bring the top to you. You just you're not gonna go to the top. You're not gonna work for it. You're not gonna do that climb. You're not gonna make the way. You're not gonna carve that path. You're not gonna leave your mark on the way up. Just fucking pull that one piece at the bottom. Give it a couple of seconds. It got there. But it's just you you had to destroy everything on the path to easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Sell your soul or don't. And that's some shit. You gotta. That's how it is. You're either one of them, or you're getting fucked by them. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes, bro. I think the Siths were right after all. What do you think? You think the the the, the fucking because this is essentially they're just a cult, while the Siths are like <laughs> of the Jedi. What's it called? 
the Jedi are oh. cult. They're cult who are like, follow these orders and fucking do it this way. And then the Sith are like, who the fuck cares, dude? Like, just do whatever the fuck politically makes sense. Fuck the rest of this. Well, did you well, like? Other- did you like the last huh? Star Wars? Did you like the last Jedi? I did not watch any of the last movies. Oh, dude. You should watch at least episode eight, but you kind of have to see episode seven to, to watch episode eight. But that's the one that's polarizing everybody. And, and there's some people who hate it so much that they, they wish it didn't exist. And I'm like, wow, bitches, you really grow up to be a bunch of children, huh? <laughs> like, bro, why don't you just accept that it's a fucking movie? Boycotting everything, bro. It's everybody. a fucking movie, you assholes. Like, what do you, you know? Like, oh, you want them to literally make, remake the same shit again? Isn't that what you complained about? about so episode seven does feel a little familiar as much as i'm suggesting it you'll be like oh it's an homage to the original trilogy but episode eight is it's really it's like a new direction for a star wars movie and it's like fucking amazing i i i walked out of the theater going that was fucking dope and then i go to fucking facebook and there are people like burn it to the ground and i'm like whoa whoa you guys are really that same shit that's going that same lack of wanting to think because you're basically wording this like that movie makes you think about this what you thought about star wars in general i guess who's Mm -hmm. the good guy bad guy in a given moment and people don't like to think the best example i have for that is the whole shit have you been keep you keep up with rap you know what's going on when eminem and fucking um, other see i haven't listened to any of the new music that people are claiming is or that obviously it's yeah it's definitely obvious that some shit some waves have been created but i saw something that was saying that this is just m and this other uh artist being geniuses by bringing battle rap back to their fucking main stage so i, I totally it, think that but the point being that the reason that Eminem lost fame in the previous albums are because he's always been uh, about complexity. He's always been about heavy lyrics and a message, while a lot of the music these days is just about beats and fucking autotune, I guess. And that sort of lack of thinking shows itself there the same way, which is we're all just avoiding the whole thinking process, the way the Star Wars movie sort of repelled people because it posed philosophical questions that nobody wants to have to deal with. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even Mark Hamill was like, whoa, we're doing this, you know? But I don't know. It's People have to be ready for things to change at some point. Otherwise, yeah. you know, we still go back to then you're not, you're kind of squandering this existence if you just get into a rhythm to that extent. Again, movies could be one of those things that aren't supposed to exist, like roads yeah, and cars. Yeah, totally be. <laughs> you know. I could just chance that we even have anything of the sort. Fucking crazy. All right, I think this is good enough to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, man, the uh, episode that might get us shot, absolutely. Part one and two. Up. <laughs> totally going to call it that. <laughs> I'm totally, the episode that might get us shot. No, because then people get ideas. Yeah, you don't want to tell them to shoot us. <laughs> yes, I don't want to tell them. We'll cut that part out. I don't want to be shot. That's you exactly how that turned out. They'll be like, that's it, an easy solution. You call it, it's not about equality, it's about revenge. Parts one Oh my god. <laughs> totally freaking down. Bro, plug all your stuff. 
<laughs> All right. Well, if you want to hear more gems and pearls of wisdom about the world, <laughs> you might want to come check over the Hollow Nine Network. It wasn't exactly our mission statement, but it might become that after tonight's episode over here. Um, you want to do that at hollow9.com. It's the word hollow, the number nine, I-N-E.com, all one word. Um, you want to find us on Facebook, too. We're the Hollow Nine Network. We're on Twitter at Hollow Nine Cast. You can email us at Hollow Nine Podcast at gmail.com. Or each of our shows have their own email address, which you can find on their micro pages, which you can get to from Hollow Nine.com. Pretty fucking sweet, bro. <laughs> and you guys can find me and Christina. You can find us at pretty much anything that involves stuff and oogling things like uh twitter you can find me at the great thought and me at mad average gamer and you can go and follow us at or not follow us but you can stalk us and weird things we do at uh great thoughts.info on la interwebes and you can find this podcast uh pretty much anywhere if you're some stranger just walking by your homie's uh speaker and you're like wow that conversation is crazy and he's like i'm not gonna tell you what i'm listening to because you're a loser you can find us as you're walking by, make a mental note of it at all the podcasting services like iTunes and Podcasters and fucking Stitcher. Castbox? And, and what else? The Podbox? Castbox? Those stuffs. You can find us on things of that. Great thoughts. You can find us there at our website. Oh, the yeah. Great thoughts. You can find us at the fucking Facebook slash. Great thoughts out in for groups or a combination of those words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Plugs and junk. If you want more, listen to an earlier episode and you'll get more plugs there. That's how it works. It's usually the same shit. Thank you very much for showing up, Dave. Every time you're here, it's fucking awesome, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for having me. This is a blast. I remember, uh, I think I had to immediately start messaging you when I listened to our first episode and I was like, Oh my God, dude, we have to do this more because my brain is refrying itself right now. Holy shit. Where we actually tell me said to be this. listening to yourself. It's not even listening to the conversation in general, but listening to where your own mind went when you're talking about this makes you think of it some whole lot because you know what you meant saying it and you've had enough distance from that to yeah. then kind of more complicate it more. So when you hear it again, you have a little more to add to that. Yeah, man, because we've all felt like we've been at that bus stop where the bus might never come, dude. You know what I yep. mean? And yep. it's, where that came that's up like- in that episode, you're like, oh, my God, that's nuts. That's nuts. That is, dude, that's life. You summed up life, really. It's just we're at the bus stop. That's all there really is, and we're, we're waiting for it. It might never show up. There might not be anything. But we're waiting. Those are the people who don't ever get to live out their dreams. Their bus never shows up. Their bus never shows up because sometimes you just start walking because that bus took too long. So you got to That's a life lesson right there. And then the when Hulk. that bus <laughs> show up, then the, yeah, the, the Hulk walking, theme song starts at the end. That dun, 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 dun. oh, and you got <laughs> a little back shoulder walk away from the behind camera view. I want, I want to have one one focus point about that conversation we had with Dave. Which one? And it's to acknowledge the fact that I hit a, a very valid point there. If God has a real plan, we have to tribute everything to God's plan. Oh, if he's no. all-knowing, 
all-powerful, all-glorious. His plan should theoretically be perfect, which means anything and everything that happens is part of this plan. There should be nothing that could ruin his plan. That includes the devil. The devil's somehow part of this plan. the bad and the good. The bad and the good. Which means, just like I pointed out, every time a kid picks up a gun on the internet or from their parent, goes to a school, and unloads, that was somehow in God's plan. It had to be. It, as horrible, look, hypocrites, all of you are hypocrites. You can't just decide God is responsible. You, he is too mysterious to comprehend. His plan is perfect, according to you. His plan is perfect, and he's too mysterious to understand. Why can't the bad be part of the mysterious that can't be understood? And if that plan is perfect, why couldn't the mass murder of somebody in a freaking school or these terroristic douchebags? Why isn't that God's plan? Or any of these horrible situations. Or any of these horrible situations. It should all theoretically be God's plan. Tornadoes coming through and killed mad people. That's God's plan. Meteors gonna murder. That's God's plan. Hitler was part of God's plan. Hitler was part of... He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. No, he was wrong in that he was Hitler and killed a bunch of people. What I'm saying is <laughs> he wasn't wrong in assuming God wants us. Did you get? Did you manage to do it? Yeah. Killed crap ton of people? Yeah. Okay, it happened, right? Yeah. Okay, then God wanted it to happen. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. Oh, when he killed... Wait, did he kill himself? Probably. I don't know. That was but also if, part of God's plan. Uh, That's probably against his will. That was God like, okay, I'm probably going to stop this part of the plan right now. Mm-hmm. Just controlled the guys like, oh, it's time for you to shoot yourself. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, you probably got oh, to do this. that's so horrifying. Can you imagine? He's over here. No, no. The gun is slowly aiming towards. No, I can't. Uh, he's trying to force his hand away. He can't even. It's to his head now. He's screaming. Ah, oh, no, no. And his hand pulls the trigger anyways. Whoa. That's some writing ideas for any writers who just heard this horrible interaction I just had. That's not Fight Club. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Chuck already knew. Maybe Chuck already One, You know what? With my crazy, with the crazy fame this show has, you know, we, we get to talk to celebrities all the time. I'm going to invite Chuck Palahniuk on the show and we're going to have an, it, fair enough, all jokes aside, I think I could have some, a series of conversations that Chuck will be very happy with. He, he likes the dark. He likes the creepy. I'm right so up his alley. Creepy, yeah. yeah. Because people can't look, people can't handle that perspective. That's a hard perspective to swallow. The kind of the bad is God's fault too. It has to be, or, or or like we spoke about in the previous episode last week, we were talking about gods, and we were talking yeah. about how they were like, what's the difference between Zeus and Jehovah? You get my point? Yeah, they're demigods. That's the that will that would be the explanation, which the. Fucking texts already tell us for the most part that he's not really all powerful, not knowing. He may he had to rest after making shit. That doesn't sound like somebody who has infinite power. He had to rest. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. He made dinosaurs, destroyed dinosaurs. He made a mistake. He made Lucifer and made humans, and then Lucifer corrupted humans. Unless he wanted lucifer to corrupt humans and then punished humans for what he already planned them to do in the first place which would mean his plan is perfect and he's responsible for lucifer 
the only way that is broken is if he made Lucifer not knowing what was going to happen, doesn't have the power to stop Lucifer after it got started, didn't know Lucifer was going to do what he did. Thus, he's not all-knowing. Thus, he's not all-powerful. He's a fucking demigod. He's the brother like of way. Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what the case might be, mass murder is God's fault. Or Damn. plan. If it's his plan, it's not really his fault. No, it's definitely his fault. He set everything in motion. It doesn't matter what's going on. Unless it's not. The only way is if he's a demigod. And look, it's not his fault. He's in a battle with other demigods. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely duking it out with other people who are manipulating us in different ways. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Lucifer might just be one of the many demigods. Fair enough. It could totally be that. And then yeah. everything makes sense. The entire Bible suddenly makes sense if Jehovah is a demigod. But it doesn't if he's all-powerful. If he's all-knowing. If he's everywhere all at once. There's no fucking way. No. I mean, I don't know. No, yeah. I guess not. Or no. I guess it would, but then he has to be so mysterious we don't understand it, and it's the bad is due to him. It's ridiculously mysterious. Yes, dude. because people are like, no, the good is... Res-. We don't understand him. He's freaking God. There's no way. We can't... There's no way. We don't get him. There's no way. But yeah, I wanted to address that. I think it's important that people are aware of how dumb that is. So yeah, I hope you guys really did enjoy uh, the rest of that conversation. Now you guys know the entire story that we are now clones. You're you're no longer going to be hearing that obnoxious original Will. You're going to be hearing me, the one with interesting perspectives, a twist on everything. I'm a bit satiric and a little bit dark, and I like to get philosophical about things. I hope you guys enjoy the new course this show's about to go on. <laughs> yes, that's totally different. Yeah, it's gonna mm. we're we're gonna have a new flow. The year is going to end soon. The show has a new form and everything. Now yeah. it's beautiful. New year, new us. New year, new us. <laughs> but like literally new us because old <laughs> us are dead. But you guys can just say new year, new you and be the same you for the rest of the year anyways. It's all cool. We don't. We Once don't. you get replaced by your clones. Yeah. You can always look. Go to the uh, Illuminati.org. And uh, Illuminati.org at the bottom of the page you'll see careers. And uh, click the careers link. Uh, when you're in the careers link, go uh, to the clone sign-up. In the clone sign-up, you will find a uh, reason for the sign-up, you know, the, all the different options. It'll give you a little, uh, a little form. You fill out the form, choose what it is you want the clone for. They store your clone. Uh, he's, they're going to be working in a giant corporate office in the center of the earth with a bunch of lizard people. It's totally fine. It's nice and safe. You don't have to. You go in once, you go out, you live your life as normal. Something ever happens, they're always watching you anyway, so they'll know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That's great. I hope you guys do that. I hope uh, you populate our race of clones. There are not many of us. There's just enough. Uh, become rich. That helps. You can afford a clone that way. Uh, also, wealth doesn't really matter in the center of the earth. I'm just saying become rich in order to get the past together in the first place because then there's a different system of power that I'm not allowed to tell you, but you'll find out when you get there. And uh, that has been the Just Conversation podcast. What does he say? Take nothing personal? Is that is that the line that the... I think so. Take nothing personal? Okay, fair enough. Take nothing Sound personal, like guys. That. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, it's we'll... a new one. I think this is new. I like that. It sounds better than the old one. You know what? It probably is new. That's why it has that kind of fresh twist to it, mm-hmm. right? It's, 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 uh, it's not verbatim what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But I'm paraphrasing. It's better. Yeah. So this has been the Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal. I love the sound of that. Mm-hmm. You can find Dave and his growing empire at the Hollow Nine Podcast Network. 
hollow9.com. That's H-O-L-L-O-W, the number nine, I-N-E dot com. Follow Grey Thoughts on Twitter at the Grey Thought. And you can follow me at Mad Average Gamer. Yes, and you can go to Facebook and follow the group, the discussion group, or you can follow the page, both GreyThoughts.info. If you have anything, just follow us. Pinterest, Instagram, not Snapchat. Okay, we don't have everything. But we have a lot of things. You have plenty of choices. Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, I'm sure there's a list somewhere around here that these uh, old versions of us left behind. We'll, we'll find it and we'll let you guys know everything that they've made pre-hand and that we're going to be taking over. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, and rate us. Oh, and like us yes. on iTunes. There's a giant note right here that says, don't forget to tell listeners Go comment and review on iTunes because people will find the show that way. Anyways, this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope you guys come back next week to find out what crazy hijinks we're going to get into. I've been your host, Jack Thomas. I've been Christina, too. Why am I two and you're not two? Because who cares? What? Yeah, I'm B. You're Jack I'm Jack Thomas, Thomas B. B. Oh, okay. I just don't mention the B. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Christina too, but that's the last time you'll hear about that because I'm now one. Yeah, and now I'm just Jack. Yep. Bye. Bye. use that as an excuse vegeta is definitely an introvert a hundred percent and he we can say goku's the extrovert yeah and then vegeta's the introvert and then the introvert has a grudge against the extrovert because he's like how do you do it and he's like i'm always consuming i'm interacting with everybody i'll go up to anybody and fight them meanwhile the introvert is like i just train alone but when you think about it when you think about it that makes vegeta better than goku really why because Vegeta doesn't go and train with everybody Goku trains. Vegeta's a loner. Minus Beerus and all these new people. Mm-hmm. He was doing it alone a lot of the time. And he was like keeping up hard. Yeah. That's kind of impressive. But he's so Goku limited had... because he can't, th- he can't imagine a farther reach. He has to see Goku get Goku there. Get there yeah. Yes. While Goku just imagination overflowing. I can be yeah. as powerful as I want. Yeah. That's where you're at. You can be as powerful as you want. I'm limited to what I have. But you see power. You just need to come and grab power. But I also don't have this whole jealousy over it, which maybe helps him. Yes, it was infinite. He had strive. That turns into perfect strive. Yeah. I need that. Yeah.